Donald Trump has been disqualified in Colorado. The Supreme Court has ruled that Trump, under the 14th Amendment, cannot be on the ballot. The first thing that means is the GOP primary ballot. And of course, that will mean the general election ballot. Now, there's a lot going into this. The ruling is stayed until January 4th because of appeals. But that doesn't mean anything because they have 90 days. I believe Colorado may be different, but typically you have 90 days to get your, your ballots in order for an election. And this means if they do not have a resolution by that day, the 4th, obviously, they may actually print ballots with no Donald Trump. The implications for this are very severe. It could, it will jeopardize the GOP primary, and that may be the key strategy here. Donald Trump has issued a statement about this. Vivek Ramaswamy has vowed to remove himself and is calling on all other candidates to do the same. Of course, the other more spineless candidates likely would not. And we've got a lot of news a lot outside of that as well. We've got 12,000 migrants crossing the southern border in one day. Ashley St. Clair posting a video from the airport, from, from an airport. I believe this was in Phoenix when she was at uh, uh, leaving a TPUSA, showing all these migrants getting premium seats, premium on airlines to be flown all across the country. And of course, there's a movie coming out. It's called Civil War. And they've got a map of their breakdown of what happens about, about what happens to this country. So we're going to talk about all of that. Before we get started, my friends, head over to thebestsongever.com. Click download your price. Download the song for at least 69 cents. It's our new song, Together Again, a cover from the classic hit by Smokey Mike and the God King. You may know them as Michael Knowles and Jeremy Boring. When you do, you will also get a, a promo code for 35% off all cast brew purchases. Only good for the next week and a half or so. This includes subscriptions. So if you download the song, you get the promo code, and you subscribe to any amount of coffee, one bag, two bag, three bag, let's say you do just one bag of coffee, coffee per month, that 35% will hit every single month forever. Get this. Even if you cancel the subscription and you want to re-sign up later, you still get the 35% off. That's why you should go do it. But also, it was a lot of fun. We're, uh, we're building cultural businesses. We have this uh, amazing photo of uh, Phil Labonte as seen in the music video, of course, with that striking beard. He's currently, he's, he's getting there. He's working on it. But, you know, that's how, the, that's how he, he's viewed in the AI world. So uh, definitely uh, support our work. Download the song. Check out the music video. Also, become a member at TimCast.com. Click Join Us. So you can hang out for the uncensored members only show coming up at 10 p.m. tonight and get access to our discord server where you can hang out with like minded individuals and even call into our uncensored show to talk to us and our guest. Don't forget to also smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show right now. Everywhere you can is the best way to support our work. Joining us tonight to talk about this and everything else is Joe Kent. Hey, thanks for having me back on. Appreciate Ab it. Absolutely. Who are you? What do you do? So I uh, was in the Army for a bit, retired Green Beret, and now I'm running for Congress out in uh, Washington's 3rd Congressional District. Right on. Yeah. Well, this is going to be great. I'm glad you're here, especially uh, providing uh, an inside look in politics as you've experienced it and what you Absolutely. think to be happening in 2024 will be interesting. So awesome yeah. to have you. Phil Labonte singing right. out. Hello, everybody. My name is Phil Labonte, uh, lead singer of All That Remains, very failed musician, uh, anti-communist and counter-revolutionary. What's up, Shane? What's up? What's good? I have not slept since we left America Fest. I'm exhausted, but it was a lot of fun out there. Got this sweet shirt from my friends at Ultra Free. It says defund Satanism. I think it's timely. Yeah. Nice. That's Drea De Matteo and uh, Robbie Stabler, pretty rad people. So it's awesome to be here, and it's good to see you again, Joe. Good to see you too. Yeah. We left uh, Amfest at uh, it, it would have been around you know like ten thirty 
Eastern time. Mm -hmm. We got back in uh, uh, in the Maryland area at 5.21 a.m. And that's when I went to bed, for which I woke up at 7.30 to get back to work. And I worked all day. That builds character. Mm. Mm. I guess. So if I look tired in the thumbnail, that's why I feel fine. But I probably look like I'm dying. <laughs> I feel like I am. It was worth it. That, <laughs> it that show last night with Tucker was, was absolutely incredible. It was an honor and a privilege to have him. Mm. We got Surge pressing the buttons. Yo, I am here. Uh, that was fun. I really enjoyed that. Good flight back as well. Yeah. So, yeah, let's get into it, man. Yeah, here's the, here's the big news, ladies and gentlemen. From SCNR.com, Colorado Supreme Court has disqualified President Trump from GOP primary ballot. Now, of course, it's more than just this. If they're arguing Trump is to, to be removed from the primary about, they're also saying the general as well. SCNR.com uh, reports, the Colorado Supreme Court disqualified Trump from appearing on the 2024 GOP presidential primary ballot. Tuesday's decision comes after a lower court judge in Denver ruled against removing his ballot access. Quote, a majority of the court holds that President Trump is disqualified from holding the office of president under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment of the United States uh, of the Con uh, United States Constitution. Because he is disqualified, it would be a wrongful act under the election code for the Colorado Secretary of State to list him as a candidate on the presidential primary ballot. Now, many experts have argued this is a gross misinterpretation. The 14th Amendment does not bar someone from running for president. It, it's only related to federal officers, which are individuals appointed by the president or representatives and senators, not the president himself. The lawsuit has cited a never-before-used Civil War air provision of the 14th Amendment, which we all know. Crew has argued Trump summoned tens of thousands of enraged supporters for a wild protest in D.C., and that racism and white supremacy, the same virulent ideology that led to the Civil War, in its wake, the 14th Amendment, pervaded Trump's insurrection and movement surrounding it. There's, there, there's similar lawsuits being filed uh, all across the country. Several states have already ruled no. We, uh, uh, judges, we may see these get appealed to the Supreme Court, and the same thing may happen. You know, I thought it was going to be Colorado. Now, there is some important, there's an important distinction here. The Colorado Supreme Court ruling is stayed until January 4th, but that's meaningless. All this means is by, by saying Trump can't appear on the ballot, they're saying when it comes time to print the ballot, don't include Trump's name. By claiming the ruling is stayed is meaningless because they're not printing the ballots right now. The question is, if three months out from Super Tuesday, Colorado, Donald, they do not resolve this. Trump will not appear. And then guess who's going to win the primary? I'd imagine Ron DeSantis. This is going, this has, oh man. You guys ready? I hope you have a trusty fifth by your side because for those that are in, in, enjoying a nice drinking game, you're going to need it. But uh, we'll start slow. We'll start slow. I know you're all getting ready, but mm, not yet. First, the GOP is going to erupt into uh, uh, just bickering, and infighting like we've already seen. I mean, one of the big stories out of last night with Tucker was that Tucker Carlson said the people who represent DeSantis online are some of the nastiest, stupidest, and zero-sum people he's ever seen. It is apparent that uh, the Republican Party is, is not getting along. However, most people support Donald Trump. And I'm not saying Republicans. Most people. When they remove him from the primary and, they, and the RNC tries to give the nomination to someone else, I mean, this, there's going to be a revolt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there there was a lot of people that took issue with what Tucker said about uh, the DeSantis campaign, and I've seen some of it. Like the the there are some people on the the DeSantis campaign that have been fairly nasty and stuff, but there were a lot of people that were really 
upset that Tucker had the audacity to, you know, point that point to to say that he saw that or that that was his, his were they impression. all from the DeSantis campaign? I think they were. Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, <laughs> that's you know. it's a lot of fans of DeSantis, but look, when Christina Peshaw, who is basically Ron DeSantis's number two, is personally leading flame wars against Trump's fans, yeah. you've debased yourself. You have lowered yourself to that of a fan. So if like Taylor Swift and Rihanna's fans are like arguing on Twitter, neither Swift nor Rihanna get involved and nor do they care. Mm -hmm. And that's basically what Ron DeSantis' campaign decided to be. Yep. Just yeah. on, on par with Trump's fan base instead of Trump himself. So be it, so be it. But removing Trump from the ballot is the only way these people could win, which it's no surprise they've all made the move to try and win the nomination because they all expect, at least everyone except for Vivek, they expect Trump to be removed. This would be a great opportunity for them to prove everybody wrong and recognize the moment that we're living in and for them to say, this is much bigger than my political campaign. This is much bigger than the Republican nomination. Vivek let it off perfectly. Mm -hmm. If they all rally around right now, rally around Donald Trump and say, hey, this is actually about preserving our democratic republic. That's what I think it's going to take for us to actually win, because if we're divided, I mean, I, I fought a really hard Republican primary last year uh, and unfortunately came up short because the Democrats don't play that game. If we fall for this this time and we are not unified, we're not just going to lose the presidency. I, I'm afraid we'd lose the entire country. So I hope everyone recognizes what time it is right now and gets really serious. They don't. It's the uh, trying to be optimistic. We, you, you know what we should do. <laughs> trying to, you know, you know the, the the minutes to midnight clock, the doomsday clock. They have. Oh, yeah. We should get one of those. Yeah. Yeah. We'll call the minutes to civil war. Ah, there yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we'll we'll inch it forward. I, I love this. I'm seeing a bunch of Democrats tweeting in celebration. Yeah. And I'm just responding, being like, I'm really glad they did this because democracy is very dangerous to our democracy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Democracy the, dies during the democratic process. That's, that's right. <laughs> yeah. The number of people on the, the, what you would assume to be the responsible, uh, reasonable left that uh, are going to jump on this and be like, oh, well, you know, and, and make excuses. There has been no due process to remove Trump from the primaries. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure what mechanism uh, Colorado has is is using i'm not sure what they're they like redefined the law right they defined it as it can be for for a president and that was what they voted on i guess well yeah i, I mean i i suppose but there's no other like it's unprecedented yeah. for someone yep. to be you know he's he hasn't been charged with insurrection insurrection is a specific thing and yep. it, it's something that's outlawed I mean, I mean outlined in the law like the, there are certain criteria that have yep. to be met he hasn't met them to actually have have carried to be to right have been there, there's 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 legis the, the legislative branch has codified what insurrection would yeah. be yeah mm -hmm. there's an insurrection act yeah this and is it, this is but but let's address this because everyone keeps saying the same thing and i don't think there's a definitive answer just yet but we have this Trump campaign blasts Colorado, Colorado judges who removed him from 2024 ballot vows to appeal to the U.S. Supreme Court, as he should. And he has to. And a lot of people are saying, but you know that they do this and Trump will immediately go to SCOTUS and get it overturned, perhaps. But also understand, I don't know if the uh, Supreme Court may be favorable to Trump, perhaps. I don't know that the Supreme Court actually can overturn this ruling. I'm sure you're going to get a bunch of people screaming the Ninth and Tenth Amendment. This is not a general election held under U.S. constitutional rules. This is a private primary nomination process held by a state. 
in tandem with other states to determine at a national convention who a private organization will choose to be their nominee, not a general. The Supreme Court may very well take up the case and they may say we have no jurisdiction over what a state organization is doing as it pertains to a private organization's nomination process. Imagine if someone was running to be the captain of the bridge club and there was some tomfoolery about and the ballots were, you know, screwed up. And then someone, I'm going to, I'm going to go to the Supreme Court over this. They'd be like, we don't care about your private organization's <laughs> leadership structure. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't know the Supreme Court can intervene in a primary. Yeah. And even if it was federal, the, the precedence isn't really great. I mean, the Texas case where Texas attempted to sue all the states where there was dis uh, discrepancies in the election, that never even got into the Supreme Court. So, I mean, this is just lawfare. Even if Trump can get it into the Supreme Court, they're just bleeding him out. They're making him expend yep. resources that no other candidate's having to expend. And they're also beating it more into people's heads. Insurrection, insurrection, 14th yeah. Amendment. Yeah. And then those of us that are you know in the news every day will say, no, but actually he's never been charged. He's never been convicted. Yeah. But all people are going to hear who are persuadable is they're going to hear, oh, insurrection, man, That's he this. must have been this guilty is, of an insurrection. You know, but, but look, the worrying thing and the reason why everyone should uh, um, get ready with their fifth, uh, uh, maybe maybe they have Jack or something, is because when you have, what, what is Trump polling at? 2.3 up in aggregate yeah, across the ridiculous. country. You can say Trump is an insurrectionist, but the average person is not accepting that. Mm -hmm. No matter how many times they scream it, the average person in this country, <clears throat> the majority, not even the plurality, support Donald Trump. So you run the risk of ripping this country in half. Now, I'll give you some predictions. Colorado removes Donald Trump from the primary. Several other states follow, and they even make reference to Colorado and other states. Trump gets removed from the primaries. They don't need to worry about the general That's election. Right. Yep. Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley end up neck and neck. Ron DeSantis wins. You now have, what, a 2024 four-way race? Probably not Biden, maybe. Let's say Biden, RFK Jr., Trump, and DeSantis all running. So perhaps what would happen then is no one gets 270 electoral votes. It goes to House delegations. It goes to Donald Trump. Let's say that Donald Trump is removed from the ballot in Colorado, but, but still ends up winning the nomination. That's, I think Colorado has, as of 2020, like 1.6, 1.7 million Republican voters. What will end up happening is if numerous states that are blue, we don't expect Trump to win anyway, remove him from the ballot, Trump will win the Electoral College with 50, 60 million votes. And Joe Biden will have 75 or whoever or Newsom. Trump will win the Electoral College becoming president. The media will then say, the Electoral College is archaic and broken. How can we have a president when he had 20 million less votes? The average person who doesn't pay attention has no idea why that is. They will simply be told people didn't vote for Trump when yeah. the reality is you couldn't if you wanted to. Then what happens to the sentiment in this country? Mm -hmm. The people who support Trump won't back down. The people in Colorado who support him and want to vote for him, but who can't will still keep supporting him. This is how I think we inch towards uh, civil war. It's why it's so dangerous. I mean, if you love this country and you want this country to remain as it is and continue on our path towards progress, like 
having the judicial branch step in and say, no, we're going to decide who's on the ballot, it's incredibly dangerous. Mm -hmm. And I I think the Democrats just don't care. They're willing to burn down the entire system right now just to stop Trump from coming back in office. They're ready for it to go to the Supreme Court. Like I can already hear them screeching about Clarence Thomas and his wife. Like sure. if it goes there, like they've got that ready to go. Absolutely. You know, every, so that's like an invisible landmine that they just, they plant all these writing for the, yeah. it to go that way. What happens when, without legislation, come August or uh, July of 2024, I don't know, insert state Arizona, just says, look, we've gone over it. We think Colorado was right. Secretary of State just says, we will not be including Donald Trump on the ballot for the general election. Based on what we've seen across this country, the rulings are clear, blah, blah, blah. Sue yeah. us. And then oh, they yeah. print the ballots without Trump. Yeah, every single activist, yeah. uh, you know, justice right now at the, at the state level, every single activist judge, they're licking their chops right now. They want to be the next ones to do this. Mm-hmm. And this is just blazing yeah. the path. Arizona loves doing it. Yeah, Arizona <laughs> let me, loves doing it. Let, West let, Coast states. Let mm-hmm. me just say, um, I fully expect every single Trump supporter to not only agree with what I just said, but actually take it a step further. They, you, you should be thinking I'm wrong because I'm not going far enough as to what the Democrats are going to do. If you truly believe that 2020 was stolen from Trump in the most extreme ways with, you know, you know Ian talks about flipping votes even that can be done through hacking voting machines and fraudulent ballots, then you better damn well believe that a secretary of state banging a gavel figuratively is the first thing they do. If you think fraud is on the menu, the first thing they do is just erase Trump's name and say, sue us. And yeah. while you're suing them, they'll be doing who knows what. Yeah. Getting ready for phase two. I mean, look how tight the margins were in the in the key swing states where Trump maybe lost 2020. I mean, we're talking about 12,000 votes, 10,000 votes in just a couple of places. So all it takes is a few secretary of states or even county auditors just mm-hmm. to whoopsie and not have Trump on the ballot. They, they can say, look, we are confused. Like he, he's an insurrectionist, right? 14th right. Amendment. And then there you go. Yeah, we thought everyone agreed. I mean, I don't know. What, do know. You, what, what were you doing? Yeah, like, I was media said it over and over again. Yeah, exactly. I was listening to like CBS, ABC, all those types of places on the way in. Yeah. And they just, they use insurrection with a insurrection. certain tone. There's no, oh, yeah. no nuance to it whatsoever. Yep. They're in another dimension completely yeah. and and the people who listen to them unless it's like someone listening to them to see what their point of view is which i'm sure there's some like me yeah. and other others of us they buy into that that well, dimension i'll go ahead no good no, no. this is fascinating we'll get into it in a little bit but you know donald trump recently had this quote where he was referring to democrats poisoning the blood of this country mm-hmm. through their bad policies principally immigration and you get all of the media screaming Trump is now like Hitler because Hitler wrote in Mein Kampf blood poison and things like that. The funny thing is the people being polled in urban Democrat strongholds overwhelmingly agree with Donald Trump. Yeah, they're 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 outraged over the migrant problem. Now, again, I will save the migrant stuff because we do have a bigger subject on that. But I just want to point out the media is acting like the American people don't matter at all. Right. It's almost as if the corporate press realized, you know what? We no longer convince people. Let's just keep saying the same thing, knowing they don't believe us. And who cares? The deep state will come in with the, with the boot and the iron fist, and we'll do what we want anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the corporate press also talks about the Republicans who are for these types of things with Trump. And like they, so they make it so the audience believes like, oh, well, the Republicans think it's good too, but it's the establishment cronies, you know, who are into that. And uh, yeah, they, don't, they don't want you to have any, they don't want you to question narrative whatsoever. Let's jump to this uh, next component of the story. From Raw's alerts, running candidate Vivek G. Ramaswamy has pledged to withdraw from the Colorado GP primary unless Trump is also allowed to be on the state's ballot. 
Additionally, he has demanded that Ron DeSantis, Chris Christie, and Nikki Haley do the same immediately. Bravo, good yeah, sir. Man. It's commendable. He is yeah, basically man. just laid it down. I mean, this is, this is, he's, 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 you know, everyone's, before they can blink, yeah. he's making that, that chess play. Now, Ron, Chris Christie, or Nikki Haley, who remains, I bet their polling drops. I bet people look at them as dishonorable for this. We're, look, you, you don't have to like Trump, but there's going to be a lot of Republicans who are upset. They don't get a choice. Yes. You're being told by Colorado, you don't, we don't care what you think. You don't get a right to choose. Vivek is standing up. And he makes a really great point. In this long Twitter thread, Vivek tweets, this is what an actual attack on democracy looks like. In an un-American, unconstitutional, and unprecedented decision, a cabal of Democrat judges are barring Trump from the ballot in Colorado. Having tried every trick in the book to eliminate President Trump from running in this election, the bipartisan establishment is now employing a new tactic to bar him from ever holding office again, the 14th Amendment. I pledge to withdraw from the Colorado GP GOP primary unless Trump is also allowed to be on the state's ballot, and I demand that Ron DeSantis, Chris Christie, and Nikki Haley do the same immediately, or else they are tacitly endorsing this illegal maneuver, which will have disastrous consequences for our country. Today's decision is the latest election interference tactic to silence political opponents and swing the election for whatever puppet the Democrats put up this time by depriving Americans of the right to vote for their candidate of choice. The 14th Amendment was part of the Reconstruction Amendments that were ratified following the Civil War. It was passed to prohibit former Confederate military and political leaders from holding high federal or state office. These men had clearly taken part in a rebellion against the United States, the Civil War. That makes it all more absurd that a left-wing group in Colorado is asking a federal court to disqualify the 45th president on the same grounds, equating his speech to rebellion against the U.S. And there's another legal problem. Trump is not a former officer of the United States, as that term is used in the Constitution, meaning Section 3 does not apply. As the Supreme Court explained in Free Enterprise Fund v. Public Company Accounting Oversight Board in 2010, quote, an officer of the United States is someone appointed by the president to aid him in his duties under Article 2, Section 2. The term does not apply to elected officials and certainly not to the president himself. The framers of the 14th Amendment would be appalled to see this narrow provision intended to bar former U.S. officials who switched to the Confederacy from seeking public office, being weaponized by a sitting president and his political allies to prevent a former president from seeking re-election. Our country is becoming unrecognizable to our founding fathers. Has there ever been a time when someone was prevented from being on a ballot in American history? I can't think of it. I don't, think, I don't, I don't, I don't I, think it's ever been used. Yeah, I mean, maybe not in any legitimate, like, large-scale kind of way. Hmm. You know, maybe there was some, like, a criminal was trying to do something, and then they made a, a yeah. filing. Of, I don't know. I'd but imagine I don't, I don't, it had to be. I think the be. 14th has been used. Yeah, not the 14th. I, mean, I could be wrong. Yeah. I'm sure somebody on the internet will fact check us. I, this statement by Vivek is, is fantastic, and how fast he put that out, not just considering how much length and, and information he put in there is great, but in, in politics, a lot of times you get told, hey, wait, don't come out right away. Let's test this. Let's see if this is going to mm -hmm. work out. You know, Maybe Trump going to take it off the ballot. It's going to be good for you. Mm -hmm. Let's give it a couple days. I think this is pretty genuine. He just fired off right away and mm -hmm. said, the stakes are too high. Let's all rally around President Trump. Let's rally around us actually having a democratic process. I, I think that's awesome for him. And I think that's the yeah. right way forward. He did, the, he did this when Trump was about to go, get handed in to, yeah. to yep. New York. You know, he came out right away on the phone and in, the, in phone, the back yeah. seat, right? Yeah. And no one else said anything. That was when I was like, oh, DeSantis is really weak. And for yeah. this, and for this, if Trump for some reason is completely unavailable, 
Vivek is next in line. Not Nikki, not Ron, not Certainly. Chris Christie. Yeah. Because Vivek has outright said, I will step aside yeah. if they keep playing these dirty games. Yeah. And it's and it's and it's it's a, it's a brilliant move. Let's say in the end, he removes himself from the GOP primary and no one else does. Let's say then something happens to Trump, he goes to jail and he's for some reason unable to do it. Trump supporters will select Vivek over anyone else yeah. because of his willingness to stand behind Donald Trump. 100%. Yeah. I don't see how, like, if Vivek removes himself or whatever, if Trump and Vivek are removed from the running, I feel like that's a win for the uh, establishment. Sure, there's going to be- they start something else? Well, I mean, we that's- get a whole moose party. That, yeah, that's possible too, but that I that would split, and I, I mean, how it split, ends up splitting up, know. you know, is anyone's guess. Um, but I don't- think that it would be a positive right now because they're taking trump off the mm -hmm. off of the uh primary the primaries and stuff uh i don't know i, I mean maybe i maybe they could start another uh you know another uh, be, party it and could stuff. be oh, i'm just gonna call it bull, bull moose for now moose. right and then yeah. republicans and then we got kennedy doing his thing independent mm -hmm. and then the democrats like it should be interesting if they do it the bull moose party did not do well though no it, uh, they unfortunately they third parties never do i mean no. the libertarian party's been yeah you know struggling yes. for decades that actually would be really funny if somehow trump ends up the libertarian nominee and then the libertarians <laughs> get like 43 percent of the vote and it's like well the republicans are gone <laughs> just that's it don't worry the libertarians yeah. hate themselves they hate everybody so They'd hate Trump plenty. But I would think if the 14th Amendment could keep him off as a Republican, it could just keep him off I in general. It, yeah, it, 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 it's, it's a write-in in the general election. Yeah, has that ever happened? Has, has there ever been like a massive write-in for a candidate? Not at the presidency. There's like, right? six, or, there's like yeah. six or nine states that you can't write someone in. Ooh, I forget what. Colorado, uh, one of them? I'm not sure. But uh, <laughs> someone was tweeting about it. I retweeted it. But there's like something like nine states where you can't do a write-in. So that means likely, you know, he, if he's not on the the ballot, that he can't win. Um, at least if he's on the ballot as a as a Republican. Right. Uh, I I just don't see. I mean, I don't understand. Like I said, first of all, I don't understand the mechanism because he hasn't been found guilty of anything. Mm -hmm. And I feel like unless you've, you've doesn't matter, does it? Apparently, yeah. it they doesn't. Got rid of Santos like that too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's yeah. Mendez is, is stuffing gold bars in his in his. <laughs> well, but he's pockets. not even he's not even convicted. <laughs> no issues there. What? Yeah. He's True. not even convicted. No, and this is the point. We can all sit here and be like, sure. yeah, Santos yeah. is a bad dude, but he wasn't convicted of anything. Yeah, exactly. No, and and due process no. doesn't matter apparently to the Democrats. This is clear. And I, I challenge any of my uh, left-leaning or, or even left-liberal friends to give me a reason as to why the Democrats do believe in due process, seeing as you've got Santos and this situation with Trump. I don't see any reason to believe that anything that they say about due process means anything at all to them. So, and I don't know what that means for the, you know, I, obviously I don't know what that, what that means for the country. This is unprecedented. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, totally new territory. Mm -hmm. the, the, it's clearly, purely political. It's about an outsider mm -hmm. who challenges the establishment. Whether or not you like Donald Trump mm -hmm. is irrelevant. It's about an outsider that the establishment, yeah. the established order disapproves of, yep. and they're doing whatever they can to make sure that he can't get back into, into office in, you know, in, you know, in opposition to what the people seem to want. He is leading the polls and they're removing him. This is to call this 
you know, Banana Republic stuff yeah. is insufficient. The dude is walking into like stadiums. Yeah, exactly. Cheered for. And the only reason there hasn't been some kind of more action from the public is because how, because of how comfortable society is. Now, I really, really I believe that because life is so comfortable, not mm -hmm. necessarily easy, but comfortable, mm -hmm. and people are so sedated on whether it be, you know, whether it be pharmaceuticals or booze and smoking weed and all those things which look i'm not judging anyone that does i have i have a plenty of history of all kinds of substances and stuff like that so i'm not dogging anyone but mm. because of those things life is easy life is comfortable and mm. life is a little on the numb side yes. because of that people aren't looking it's like uh i've been saying it's like a pandemic of complacency yeah nobody wants yeah. why yeah. why do you life is even a, a rough life in the west is yeah. a good life oh, and it's, it's an easy luxurious. life so why do you really want to go ahead and unless and this is probably going to upset some people but unless you are actually mentally ill mm -hmm. which is what the left seems to the, the more extreme left seems to go after because those people are the ones that yeah. are the revolutionaries they're the yeah. people that are upset that well this is scientifically are, proven actually yeah, that yeah. there's yeah. a higher higher uh, density of mental illness along those uh, among those who identify as uh, left leaning and so those people go and throw you know Molotov cocktails at cop cars, mm -hmm. and for some reason we ignore that and and just say that's. And I'd also fine. say a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them don't have kids and don't feel this type sure, of right. urgency to save the future for children. Right? It's yeah. all like uh, the luxury, yeah, like modern luxury so, complacency and stuff like that. So think about when it's the far left going insane and burning things down, and the children grow up in the society of violence and chaos. Think about the things they will value when they get older. They're not going to like these people. Right? Mm -hmm. They're going to remember the horrors that they experienced. They're going to remember their family members killed, and they're going to they're going to understand struggle and pain, and they're probably going to be more conservative. Yeah, probably. I mean, the data is already there. I've said it fifty billion times. Mm -hmm. The conservatives just have more kids. And now you take any kid. You take a, you take the the child of liberals, and you introduce them to a world where the far left is burning and destroying everything. These kids are going to live like rabbits, little tightly wound balls of stress and anxiety, and they're going to despise living in that world. I hope that's the positive outlook. And I try to be optimistic, but it's also they could inherit complete nihilism and not even know any better. It might take much longer for them to understand, you know, a moral center in a lot of ways. And like there can unfortunately be a lot of pain between now and that's the a thing. Lot. And also like how, what kind of establishment gets put in place of the liberal establishment that the Democrats are literally trying to destroy i don't care you can they can mm -hmm. give all the lip service they want to democracy mm -hmm. they don't give a sh sh crap about democracy at all mm -hmm. and they definitely don't care about liberalism yeah. they've been they've been wearing liberalism like a like a skin suit for mm -hmm. ages mm -hmm. yeah so what kind of government what kind of of structure does it take and and it seems that the structure is going to be more racist, mm -hmm. less fair. 100%. It's going to be less focused on economic growth mm -hmm. and more focused on, it seems like it's going to be focusing on shrinking the, not just the economy, but shrinking the population mm -hmm. because we've got people that are so yeah. concerned about um, what, in my opinion, is, is climate alarmism. Mm -hmm. All of these things mean a, a future that is significantly worse mm -hmm. than our recent past at the very least possibly significantly worse yeah. than any of the horrors of the of the 20th century because if you're doing degrowth you end up with if you end up with population collapse you have a like we talk about 
a a crisis of competency now mm. when you have a a population collapse there are entire industries that disappear that's how you lose knowledge mm -hmm. because no one learns how to do it from the people that do yeah. that do know how to do whatever the topic is mm -hmm. and then when those people die that information is lost yep. The, uh, right. Or at the very least, the skill to do it well is lost. And no, it's, so, it's, it's all gone. Yeah. And this is the funny thing about people who harp on conspiracies about mo the moon landing and stuff, questioning how do we lose technology? He looked at me real quick. I don't know if everyone saw Oh, that. yeah. <laughs> did, Tim did look at me. Everybody. It's just fascinating that like, you know, where's, where's your, you had a laptop. Everyone listening, you had a laptop five years ago. Where is it? Go through all the files. Go through your tax documents. Where are your tax forms from last year? Do you remember? I know a lot of you probably do. A lot of people don't. <laughs> and then they try to log in every year going, ah, what was my PIN? And oh, then yeah. they're typing away and they can't get in. You know, look, you, you can't even remember where your tax forms are. You're going to remember where some obscure document about radiation shielding is from 40 years ago. Good luck. We The, the population degrowth stuff is basically, we, we talked about it with Alex Jones on the show when he was talking about Ishmael, the gorilla and, you know, they they want people to return to a living in the wilderness kind of lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I mean, to be fair, Tucker even said he didn't think technology was helping us the other day. Mm -hmm. He said, you know, explain to me one technology that made people happy or something to that effect. Well, COVID, COVID essentially showed the regime that as long as you keep the Netflix on and as long as people yeah. can get enough yeah. money to go to the store and buy their favorite foods, yeah. they will take an a, a obscene amount of oppression that I, I never would have thought I'm, was even a believable Dude, look, at, look, if you can guarantee sunny days, you can absolutely yeah. abuse your population. Look at what right. people do and put up with in California. Yeah. I mean, I would go out there periodically, I've been out mm -hmm. there a few times this year, yeah. and it is absolutely beautiful all of the friggin' time. It. It's all, it's absolutely gorgeous all the time. It's so nice mm -hmm. that the, the government can just absolutely abuse the population. Mm -hmm. It's super expensive. Mm -hmm. Taxes are ridiculous. <clears throat> they've got, you know, obviously you've got homeless population. I saw a video the other day from 10 years ago of when Gavin Newsom was the the uh, mayor. the mayor of San Francisco swearing up and down that he's going to clean up the homeless people. <laughs> a decade later, mm -hmm. it isn't any better in, in well, San Francisco. It it's literally <laughs> spread yeah. to well, the no, no, no. rest of the... He, he, he didn't clean it up when, yeah. she, when she showed up. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing. The, 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 it's, it's so nice. I know. If you get up... It, when you wake up every day and it's 75 degrees... F 350 days of the year, mm -hmm. you'll put up with a lot of crap. Yep. I want to pull up this story from Polygon. Can Alex Garland's civil war somehow be apolitical? A bipartisan California Texas alliance is certainly out there. I actually don't think so. In the initial trailer, when we when we uh, saw the brief map showing the breakdown of what this movie thinks civil war would look like, we said it's, a, it's absurd. We didn't have the full details. We're getting a little bit more details, and now it's starting to make sense as to what their vision of a civil war could be. Polygon writes, Ex Machina director Alex Garland looks like he will try to do the impossible with his new film Civil War, when his new film Civil War hits theaters in 2024, depict a second civil war in which the U.S., without directly engaging with the politics of why the war is taking place, wait, uh, okay, uh, I'm sorry, depict a second civil war in the U.S. without explaining why. It's not hard to see why Garland might want to avoid thorny connections between the movie and the very real politicians and political groups, blah, blah, blah. That said, it's still audacious to try to remove her politics from even a fictional civil war, a fight typically born out of political disagreement that can't be resolved by any other means besides open conflict. Whatever disagreement is at the heart of the conflict, which the first trailer carefully avoids pinning down, puts California and Texas in the same boat, which sounds unthinkable at the present moment. And for that reason, a map graphic created based on the trailer has obviously gone viral. 
Well, here it is. And I actually completely agree with it. And uh, I completely agree with this depiction of what uh, they believe a civil war in the United States might look like. Now, the, the, the movie trailer that we've seen so far, we don't, we don't know the movie, but we'll see the movie. But uh, ignore the movie. And let's stop and go back to Colorado removing Donald Trump from the ballot, what this could lead to and why it could lead to or be a component of what causes civil war. I do not believe that Trump's rock solid 40 percent support would ever abandon him if the way he is stopped is through illegal and unconstitutional measures and dirty politics. If Trump, you know, announced he was retiring, people would be angry. They'd say, no, oh, but they would be angry with Trump. And mm-hmm. they try and find someone of a vague. If the Democratic Party uses obscure interpretations and, and, and novel interpretations of the law to remove Donald Trump and then tries to hold an election without Trump after even one state removes him, the likelihood of some kind of civil conflict becomes substantially more real. So let's take a look at this map. Republic of California, Second Republic of Texas. When you look at this map in and of itself, the vision of what could happen to this country actually makes a lot of sense. In the film, they mention that the, they, what do they call it? The, uh, uh, the California Texas Alliance or something like this. The Western forces are heading towards DC. You have the Florida Alliance. This is their map from the film. Let me, let me break it down for you what I think is going to happen in this movie. So there is some kind of political disagreement resulting in what appear to be the blue states breaking off. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, remaining loyal, and uh, I have it backwards, and the red states are breaking off. It, the, the view of this film is that the more conservative areas are the ones that are going to secede for some reason. So, of course, you end up with northern states, which lean red, and to Washington and Oregon, because they are very red outside of the cities, they go western forces. They're outside of the United States. The Florida Alliance is the, is the traditional, traditional south, minus uh, uh, South Carolina, North Carolina, Virginia. But, of course... This is much, this is Southern. This is more conservative leaning. Texas, well, they were their own republic. So they secede and say, we're doing our own thing. California has the Cal Exit movement. They say, we're doing our own thing. So what is a Texas-California alliance? It's just, it's just that. It would be like the US and the UK aligning on a military operation. We don't share a government. You can make an argument about NATO, I suppose. But we don't act, share an active government. Texas and California aren't actually functioning under one president. They're in an alliance to prevent the old United States from taking over their states. So Texas says, we don't care for the way you live your lives, California. California says, we don't like what you do, Texas. We both agree we do not want D.C. to send their troops into our territory and take us over. So we'll work together. Western forces and Florida Alliance probably agree politically, but are split by states that are in proximity to deep blue and more heavily controlled uh, uh, loyalist territories. I think the other thing, other thing to consider that we don't see in this movie is the, uh, the potentiality of where military bases are and where uh, weaponry is stored, which could result in the, the current, you know, the states you see being loyalist or uh, uh, having seceded. There's basically what we got five factions in this based on everything we're seeing now. I don't know what you guys think, but I think it's plausible. Yeah, I, New York, you know, I, I grew up in New York and most of New York is also red, though. You know, I feel like cities would secede. But New England happen. is so deep blue and it's it's so population dense. It makes sense that these states are are, are locked in. I mean, yeah. obviously, Pennsylvania is purple and, and yeah. Ohio is purple. West Virginia is 86 percent Trump supporting, but small population. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they, they look, if anything happened, 
the first civil war, what happens to Maryland? Maryland's a slave state with tremendous Confederacy sentiment. So Abraham Lincoln says, just start arresting the politicians. Mm. And that's what happens. They round up, like was like 30 30 or so, between 20 and 30 uh, state reps from Maryland, just because of their political views, lock them up. You know, one of the things that that happened with the with the last, you know, the Civil War that happened in reality, like they were trying to secede. What happens if like there's not really a, a movement to try to secede? There's just f- like the the political strife that we have, because, again, mm-hmm. we've talked about how the you know divide in the U.S. goes right through grandma's kitchen. You know, yeah. it, it's not not regional anymore right. so like Urban what ha, what does it mean to but it but you know, and and it, but, it, but it wasn't what it wasn't the first the, the first american civil war was not regional Mar- well, I mean, maryland delaware were slave states and and they're north of dc there was still there was still clear there was line not, i mean okay fair the point. north and the south the mason dixon yeah yeah but but the point the point is it was the, the political sentiments were divided. Maryland, Delaware, slave states sure. north of D.C. had no choice but to be in because of geography. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's and that's a technicality. Virginia and I, I believe North Carolina were like, we are not interested in Confederacy when the first secession wave happened. Yeah. And then the war starts and then you start to see sentiments shift again. So what is I guess I'm 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 trying to conceptualize what it would what it possibly would look like you know without the secession of you know states because i don't know that there's going to be like any other civil war you you you, you don't need a you know back then i I love this line because not only was it in national treasure and nicholas cage is based af (laughs) um i don't know politically i'm just saying i I like his movies he's great uh but there's there's a line where they say this is true I, i i i read about it before the civil war People would say in other countries or in this country, the United States are. Yeah. After the Civil War was the United States is. Yeah. It was one country. So so at the time, a state seceding was like it would it's like Brexit. Yeah. You know, now we wouldn't see that because people don't view these so- these states as sovereign nations no. unto themselves. They view them as just regions of a country. It would look more like Syria or Spain or or any other traditional civil war we've seen throughout history before. The United States uh, entered its civil war. But I think a really great example of what you can expect is actually in this map from this film. How is it that Washington and Oregon are part of the Western forces when you have Wyoming, Idaho, Montana? I mean, these are Utah. These are these are more right leaning. Uh, not Iowa, but uh, these are more right leaning. But hold on, Minnesota. Minnesota's fairly Democrat. It's because conquer. You will have powerful military forces in certain areas, a lot of weapons in Montana. And they decide these are the territories we control and they expand and lock up control of these states. That's it. Oregon, Portland and Seattle, as far left as you can go. Someone made the point on social media. They expect the narrative to be that the Western forces immediately captured and occupy Portland and Seattle. And the, the, it's the ruins of Portland after the Civil War is just absolute chaos with far been, left forces. It's already pretty ruined right now. Yeah. <laughs> now add far leftists with machine yeah. guns you know, fighting with Western forces trying to lock up the coastal region. Yeah. I mean, that, what kind of scares me about this is that 
politics is downstream from culture. And right now we've got really heightened tensions that one, a court just came in and said, hey, we're going to take away your democratic process. Mm-hmm. So tensions are running high. The regime always kind of does these two for ones where maybe the, the court case will work. They'll get Trump off there. Or maybe it will fail in court. Trump has to expend a bunch of resources. A bunch of people get really, really mad yeah. and do or say something that then allows them to turn the full scope of the national security state on them. Biden's already said mm-hmm. that Trump supporters are the number one threat right. to national yeah. security. So the whole state apparatus is already tooled towards going after people who disagree with the state. Yeah. I would just say, everybody chill out, yes. work on ballot harvesting. Don't t- You want to watch the show, watch the show. But we should be encouraging people to follow Ramaswamy's lead unity and stay focused on the actual goal it, it's yep. worth pointing out that a green beret is telling you that <laughs> yeah <laughs> like <laughs> the guy that the guy that has, has been trained to go into countries and destabilize them and and train local forces how to fight <laughs> see i've seen one. a few civil wars and most of them are still ongoing and most of them are pretty horrible i mean between iraq and yemen and syria right. like it's nasty stuff and it, people might say they want that when they're frustrated but it's nothing we ever want to see to here. some degree do you feel like like, as I'm having flashbacks thinking of what lockdowns were like in autonomous zones and yeah. people being murdered yeah. and fires, right? Like, I people, feel like we're kind of there I mean, already to they, a degree. They, we have during the, yeah, for sure, during the riots. I mean, the Chaz was a real oh, thing yeah. in Seattle. There was a warlord was running the Georgia, thing. In Georgia, they killed there some murders. kids. Yeah. Where was yeah. your first deployment as a Green Beret? Iraq. Iraq? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Iraq in 03. So I, I got there. We took down Saddam. Um, Saddam ran. We didn't get him initially, but the regime kind of fell and there was kind of a calm. And that's when we really started messing things up. Uh, it, when, <laughs> when we fired the entire bath party yeah. and drove that rift, I mean, just watching that break out. And, and at first it was all just channeled kind of against us and sort of the Iraqi government. But as we got into 2006, 2007, when the Iraqis were really at each other's throats, and that's still ongoing to this day, like that, when they stopped targeting us and started targeting each other, and every morning you'd wake up and you'd see people with their hands tied behind their back with bailing wire, their you know hands mm-hmm. swelled up like Mickey Mouse balloon. I mean, just wow. like horrific stuff. And this was like neighborhood by neighborhood. And these people had at one point in time been neighbors together. If you talk to yep. Iraqis, they were just yeah. like, this was street by street. This was sect by sect. It's... It's nothing we want to see here. Were you and, doing and twenty years? It's, yeah, it, and, and it's ongoing. Still going. People need to understand when we look to the American Civil War, our view of Civil War is completely yes. incorrect because that was different. If we actually had some kind of legitimate Civil War, we're talking decades. Yeah, absolutely. You, your your children yeah. will be born in this, and they will grow up in it, and then one day fight in it. You yeah. think that there are people that are that are at each other's throats now? Wait until the killing starts. I don't know. Wait until the blood feud starts. That's wait, goes, wait, yeah. you know, wait, wait till the one. Yeah, wait, wait till it goes Hatfield McCoy. Can't yeah. let it go. And yeah. then yeah. you yeah. add more and more and yep. more to the mix, and it just so, so yeah. Yeah. it could be something as simple as this. How does a civil war start? The political tensions are there. We are standing on a powder keg. Well, we've already had with the Chaz Chop, people were killed. We already had a Trump supporter, Aaron Danielson, in um, what was it, Portland? Or Portland. Portland. Yeah, it was yeah. Portland. Shot and killed yeah. in the street for no reason. Now there been, it, was, been uh, it was it was the DOJ. Mm-hmm. DOJ went after that guy Michael Reinel, mm-hmm. and he is no longer alive. And that seems to end it. I wonder if the reason why they went so heavy-handed after this guy was they knew that if he was let go, you could start a blood feud, which would result in like gang-like retribution and and revenge killings. But let's say that we're at the point of heightened political tensions in 2024 with Trump already being moved, removed from Colorado, and you get uh, someone shoot someone else. Leftist shoots and kills a conservative. Can, his brother says these guys in, yeah. in Colorado, they're in Oklahoma. Yep. I like Colorado, Oklahoma is an example I like to use. And they say they killed my brother and they fled. And the police and the, the government won't do anything about mm-hmm. it. So they get a posse. They go into Colorado. 
they get revenge. Yeah. Now that guy's dad says these these psychopaths from Oklahoma stormed into my my home and killed my son. So he gets a posse. But now he's not after one guy, he's after seven. Yeah. Then you get seven people killed. Then the brothers, fathers, and friends of those men say, this fight's getting crazy. We need help. Yeah. They call in, maybe it starts Militias. with Neighborhood Watch, militias. Yeah. Then all of a sudden you've got people lining up on the border holding guns. Yeah. And then the Colorado people come over and say, John Smith, now, turn him over and his men. And they say, never going to happen. They raise arms. Who knows? Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not saying it's a guarantee. It's, but these are possibilities. It seems like in the past, at some point, unfortunately. It's always something small like that. You never know what it is. It's all right. when, when you set the tensions this high, yes. it's all unintended consequences. Yeah. In the that. past decade, there has all there's been one standoff with the um, you know with the people and the feds. The Bundy, the Bundy the Ranch, Bundy's, yeah. Yeah. and the feds backed down because they didn't want to get into a gunfight with the Pete with right. the with you know dudes with rifles because mm -hmm. that just looks bad. Mm -hmm. It's just mm -hmm. bad all before. around. What they've been there before. Yeah, you know, it's just <laughs> yeah. bad all around. Yes. But that's happened already once. Right. The feds have not forgotten about that. And Absolutely they don't not. like, it's not like they, they just blow that off. Mm -hmm. They're not going to let that happen again. Right. You know, the, the, the apparatus that was designed to find terrorists that was honed to be able to find the dude hiding in the mountains, you know, in, mm -hmm. in, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And we've proven that it's basically, you know, the, there's not really anywhere you can hide from, from mm -hmm. the federal government. You know, like that that apparatus is turned onto the American population currently. It's been yeah. like that for nope. a minute with I, Operation Northwoods. Yeah. Right. You know, I like think they, they're bloodthirsty. I think a very important distinction as well is one of the mistakes this film makes with this map. State borders are meaningless. Yeah. 100 percent meaningless. Mm -hmm. So in Colorado, you've got a, a northern district trying to secede and join uh, who, who's who's north of them which state is that is that uh, wyoming wyoming yeah. they're trying i think that's what they're trying to do you've got california trying to secede and join the state create the, create the state of jefferson or greater idaho so northern Cal republic of california would not look like this the republic of california would look like a thin sliver along the coast a lot of people assume california you know, look the conservatives and the farmers are in, are the eastern parts yeah. of, of california Liberals are in the western and southwestern areas. You go north, it gets more conservative. That country would rip itself in, in, into, into pieces. Yeah. So you look at all these other states as well. The loyalist states probably would retain their form in the bulk in the New England area because they're not a conflict with each other. But if you go uh, over here where you've got three factions all surrounding, uh, you know, including Nevada, yet Nevada would not exist. California would instantly annex territories trying to seize control of water reservoirs and things like that. And the Western forces would take the northern part and fortify it to bolster the defenses of their own territories. Nevada would be ripped into a million pieces in, based on this map. But I guess people might still instinctively or reflexively call it Nevada. The border is more of a geographic marker unless, than yeah. a unless declaration like of the, jurisdiction. The state has deployed a National Guard to like actually reinforce a border. This uh, is a wild map just because of, of Utah. Like, how would that function? I mean, right. that's that's a mass. Like, see, this is the problem. These borders are are impossible. A that enforcing that border is 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 impossible. Th this state would be you. You got to put dotted lines through it, where it's a split state. Maybe the movie's a pro wall film. Yeah, there's a Everyone big. They build a big wall. Yes. Nevada's just one big perfect thirty <laughs> yeah. foot wall all it's around the entire a labyrinth state. Labyrinth by the end of the movie. It's like walls, yeah. And Trump's and face over it. Turns out to be a prequel to Maze Runner, and it's like we had no idea. We had no idea. Yes. Well, let's let's talk about the next story 
that brings us to the actual potentiality of civil war. And it's, uh, it's this one, the New York Post. 12,000 migrants cross southern border in a single day, Tuesday. Highest total ever. Dude, these videos are insane. I don't know if you guys have seen them. Yeah. Uh, and the federal government is doing it intentionally. 100%. Yeah. Yup. Yeah. So why why would there be a Florida alliance in this film? Because the southern states say you have you have, you have you have inflicted this upon us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's funny when they they call it like the border crisis, like a hurricane's a crisis. Like mm -hmm. you didn't see that coming. But this is one hundred percent the plan of the Democrats and every single Democrat. It, this isn't just Biden at the federal level. Every single Democrat in the House and the Senate, they are part and parcel of this. They have voted for it. They have voted against border security. Right now, they're going to the mat and they're fighting against the Republican plan to actually secure our border. And it's, I mean, we think right now there's ten million illegals that have come into the country. One hundred and fifteen to sixteen, maybe. Yeah, and and, and you know what Chicago's mayor is saying. No, we can't. It's take the it Republicans that are doing it. <laughs> he said it's the, it's it's this governor of Texas sending them all here. It's his right. fault. Meanwhile, yeah. Texas is trying to stop them with everything it has. Yeah, they, 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 Texas just passed a law saying that it's illegal to enter the state of Texas yes. uh, illegally. Yeah, yeah illegally. So, well, because uh, typically border crossings are a federal, federal issue, thing, yeah. and the argument is Texas has no right to deport. Only the federal government can deport to other countries. Texas is basically asserting the right to arrest and detain anyone. And I think what's going to end up happening is these people who are coming in en masse in an invasion, and it is an invasion, they're going to be placed in very serious uh, squalor and horrifying oh, yeah. conditions. Uh, the Democrats will weaponize that 100%. and say Trump is Hitler. Yep. So this is what they're building up to. When Trump gets elected, I would not be surprised if Trump says it's time to deport these people and you end up with camps full of migrants. Right. The Democrats then say, oh, no, we warned you he's Hitler. Yeah, exactly. Well, and the Democrats, I mean, their, their plan is very diabolical. They want a mass wave of illegal immigrants they can pump into all these different urban centers. So the next time there's a census, they can count heads. And from that, they can make new legislative right. seats. I mean, it's a pure power play. And then ballot harvest their way there. They're eroding any kind of verification for citizenship to be able to vote in elections like in my state in Washington. And they don't care about any of the carnage that comes along with that. I mean, 118,000 Americans have been killed by fentanyl in the last couple of years that's come across the southern border. Oh, yeah. And like the Democrats don't even talk about that i mean yeah. that's the number one killer in our, in our district right now it's just I, wow. absolute insane i truly believe that the the fact that the media is so uh is so lockstep with the democrat me the dnc message that i don't know that the american people can beat that kind of propagandization oh yeah you, you know, know how like, hard it is to get answers down at the border wall like by from the border patrol or anybody like the sheriff's the only one who can talk about it publicly yeah actually I, I don't think your average person believes it oh yeah they can't because the media doesn't report on it like the way they should because mm -hmm. it's like watching actual like like the skin of a human erode right and you're watching <laughs> yeah. like the skeleton start to show itself i mean it's a total mess with all the fentanyl coming through yeah. like yeah. millions of pounds yep. down there and it's just nonsense and then uh no one's allowed to talk about it. i went to the police station in yuma because I was getting the runaround from the border patrol because they're not allowed to talk to you. They pulled me over a bunch for just being there. Really? Yeah. And then the police, I'm like, I'm wondering what they think about this and they're not allowed to talk to you. They were going to make me sign a form to at least do a, a ride along to see the, the town with them. My wife had to sign that form, but she had to be there. I was in Yuma. My wife is in West Virginia. Like they make it impossible for journalists to do it right. The border patrol will give you a press tour of all this stuff, but that's like, you know, what you, what to expect from a sure. press poor. Yeah. You know, that's what AOC got when she cried. Yeah. Meanwhile, we have videos of actual federal agents removing border barriers yeah. and allowing mm -hmm. migrants to illegally enter the country.
It's absolutely insane. It's depraved. And when you, and when you look at who's coming into the country, I've been down, I went down to Yuma in 2021 too, mm-hmm. and I was down there in the summertime, pretty mm-hmm. hot, you know, pretty a when, pretty treacherous journey. Like 116 if, degrees in July. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> treacherous journey if you were a refugee seeking refuge. Right. But that, I didn't see any of those people. I saw guys that were my age and younger right. that did not look like they had just trekked across the well, desert. That's like they gr- were getting bust right yes. up there. The whole thing. I mean, you think like chaotic border scene. There's people like jumping across the border. I saw a little bit of that, oh. but by and large, it was a very controlled flow of people coming into yes. the country and and the, uh, people don't think about like so yuma is a good example of how yeah. weird it is because it's not like that giant trek people a lot of think a lot of people imagine yeah. going through the desert there's a highway you can see through the wall yep. that you're getting dropped off at yeah. a lot of people spend a lot of money to get flown to the mexicali airport exactly then they get driven to that highway yep. there's people set up in tents on the highway send you camouflage gear water cigarettes yeah. you walk like 30 minutes to the wall and then border patrol is there like tsa it's like yep. soft tsa they got yeah. water for you they got a tent yeah. they tag your bags literally they got they had an easier time talking to border patrol than i did yeah when i was down there we couldn't get hotel i actually went down there with uh representative paul gosar Mm. and his team yeah and we couldn't get hotels in yuma because the federal government had booked the vast majority of them for illegal immigrants yeah it seemed like such a controlled portal yeah because the, the the immigrants don't stay there either they like yeah, they're, they're on, there. They they're get on. they get uh, plane tickets, bus tickets. And yes, sent right out. Yeah, you yeah. go. I mean, there was people tweeting coming. I think coming home from the TPUSA event. That yeah, you guys that was actually St. Clair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was Taylor putting Hansen. that stuff up. But every time yep. I've flown into Arizona in the last couple of years, like yep. once, like it's only been once or twice, but I've seen that exact same thing. Yeah, it's, every, it's right up in your face. They're not hiding it. She was yeah. going hard after Delta, and I'm yeah. like, oh, good that for sucks her. Sucks because I really like Delta. No, I I predict that Ashley St. Clair is bringing down Delta, and I I meant that as a double entendre. I'm sorry for people who got mad at that, but I was like, is Delta trending because of her? But the videos were going around and it's good. People should know about it. I mean, when I was, I was a teacher in Westchester in New York and they were flying illegal immigrants into that airport. Yeah. And that's a small little area, like, you know, outside of the city. Do you guys remember when uh, the Biden was caught trafficking children? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is, this is not even in dispute. This is a fact. Mm -hmm. Joe Biden was engaged in human trafficking. I think that was actually the airport I'm talking about. The Westchester airport. That's right. Yep. It's insane. And uh, I think, was it James O'Keefe? Who, who uh, had the story? Someone had a story where I they, I, no, I, maybe it wasn't James O'Keefe, where they had undercover video of one of the, uh, I think it was a border patrol guy being like, if the American people knew what we were doing, mm-hmm. they would revolt. Yeah. Carrie Lake shared a letter that she got with me from a guy from border patrol. And it was like, they've given up on the border here. The, the post he was at, he's like, there's hours a day where it's not even patrolled. Yeah. I don't think they've given up. I that's think their some, plan well yeah yeah, yeah. He, to him he thinks right. they've given up right but this is a controlled collapse is what it seems like yeah maybe because they they fully expect this country to be it in in full-scale conflict and who do you think is going to fight against the american people mm-hmm. the people <laughs> who want to be receiving the benefits and privileges of a country for which they are not citizens I mean, we got senators that are saying that we should put illegal immigrants into the United States military. Yeah. I think Los well, Angeles is trying to make them police officers right mm-hmm. now. Illegal immigrants. I mean, just absolute insanity. Yeah. It's depraved. It doesn't make any sense. But well, it does it, for them. This is like their right. logic. It's logical for what they do. For them, if you, yeah, if you're, all they care about is power. That's yeah. it. Like they, uh-huh. they mean what they're doing in Colorado, what they're doing at the border, with the fentanyl. The only thing they care about is raw political power. Yes. If you operate versus. under the assumption that they actually have a plan to help America... None of this makes sense. Right. Exactly. If you understand that their plan is to destroy this country, yep. it all makes sense. Mm-hmm. 100%. And then you just roll out Biden and you can write off everything to him just being not old and incompetent. Like, oh yeah, yeah. it's just Biden. He just kind of stumbles around. Like, there's, they just must be kind of messed up.
Like now, this is a very well-oiled machine. It's a delivered plan. The argument yeah. that they make is that it's it's replacement population because Americans aren't having enough kids, right. and it's because we need the the people working to be able to uh, keep the Ponzi scheme of Social Security going. That's the argument they make, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, but the, yeah. the, the, the Civil war is, is trending. <laughs> well, I mean, realistically, this is legitimately. You know, whatever people think about how often we talk about, you know, civil war here, mm -hmm. uh, this is, you know, it's history making. It's it's mm -hmm. unprecedented. Um, and they're so um, what's his name? Um, I mean, yeah, they're locking up journalists. We had Owen just got out. Yeah. The guy from the blaze is about to get go in. Well, that was today, actually. Was it me, today? Yeah. Let me take um, a look at his uh, down at, at the America Fest. I'm looking for his name. So I forgot his name. But that actor who was arrested at the airport after the Lady Ballers uh premiere like the hmm. feds he was i guess at jan six and the feds had already dealt with him years like three years ago and they went and they arrested him at the airport after going to the daily wire premiere i mean all, all of this gives the regime a great excuse to have another biden red sermon where he's like look you know these guys we can't trust them you know what they did on january 6th exactly. like they're already they're already moving that direction but don't worry my administration has it under control it's, a, it's insane because when he was running for president if are you running loosely like Kamala's staff was donating money to get arsonists yeah. bail yeah. money. Yeah, you yeah. Know, yeah. Like they were so severely encouraging violence. Absolutely. There was that mayor out in maybe Portland who went to the Capitol or the, the courthouse burning. Mm -hmm. I forget his name. I always forget his Ted name. Wheeler. But there's that crazy, yeah, that Ted crazy Wheeler. video of him like bathing in the smoke. Like yeah. he was getting baptized. He was trying to pretend like he was going down there, and like yeah. he he attempted to be cool with Antifa, and they, they attacked him. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then they tried to burn his condo <laughs> down. Right. It's yeah, like they're yeah. not going to be your friends, Ted. You're not cool. That's you might right. as well just crack down on him. But he's still to this day he's he's attempting to appease those people, he mostly because he's a coward. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, yeah. They did like a lock-in in his ba or in his like lobby or something. Yeah, so, he lived in one of those high rises downtown, yeah. and they basically like tried to light the whole thing on fire. So Steve Baker does not have to surrender. Apparently, it's being reported that he won't have to surrender until after Christmas. Okay, but still surrendering. Yeah. Sheesh. His self-surrender would be postponed until after Christmas, and the Justice Department has assigned a new AUSA oh. to his case. You know, oh. Tucker made a really great point the other night when he said, "What? someone's going to say no. And that, yeah. that that's another component of civil war. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I no, yeah. how long was it was like 10? No, no, no. It, how was it 10 years ago or longer? Remember that family in New Hampshire? didn't want to pay taxes. Hmm. And so they just like locked their doors and then the feds showed up and surrounded the building and it was like this really crazy thing. I don't know. Hmm. So it was a wild story that happened, I think at the end of the 2000s or something like that. Well, nobody really cares. It's one family re refusing to pay taxes. But this stuff is every day. Mm -hmm. What happens when you get one by one by one yeah. people just saying no? Yeah. I mean, there was I, that I, one guy. Remember that one guy who uh, they shot and killed? He was the morbidly obese elderly man. Yeah. Who was posting yeah. stupid crap on the Five years old or whatever guy right. could be. And so they did a, a you know, whatever, a pre dawn raid and yeah. kicked in his door. Like, like you like you need to send the entry team to the seventy five. They had already talked guy. to the guy too. Like they yeah. knocked on his door and talked to a, him. Give me a yeah. break. So Frank Luntz posted this oh, just boy. recently. Colorado has proven Trump's theory true that he is the victim of political persecution. His poll numbers won't drop. On the contrary, they will rise. That kind of is worth noting. Frank Luntz is not a pro-Trump kind yeah. of dude yeah. at all. And yeah, yeah. if he can even see that this is proving Trump right. Like mm -hmm. so there there was an argument to be made that, you know, obviously I was I was convinced that that they were after Trump, you know, after January 
after January 6th, as soon mm-hmm. as the, the impeachment stuff was going on, yeah. I was convinced they were after Trump. But that being said, like someone like Frank Luntz to openly acknowledge it. Um, I mean, that, 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 that says something about, you know, what people are, are going to see when they look at the situation. You hear the Democrats talk about democracy constantly, mm-hmm. and it is clear that they are not interested in democracy and this really I don't see how you can make the argument that they that they are oh, and, and with a straight face you they're know tyrants. I want to pull up uh, some of these posts from Ashley St. Clair as well as Taylor Hansen these depict uh, we have this from Ashley St. Clair migrants placed next to me on a premium cabin still has a bag from a processing center a majority of this flight is migrants bust in from the processing center can Delta please let all of their customers know what medical screenings are being done for these migrants illegally crossing our border from all over the world and being flown on their flights. The big move right now is to get people to cancel and boycott Delta and to give Delta the Bud Light treatment because Delta is apparently receiving funding from somewhere Mm -hmm. to cover the costs and facilitate human trafficking. Delta Airlines appears to be, based on what we're seeing from Taylor Hansen and National St. Clair, Delta Airlines appears to be human trafficking. And now the question is, who's paying for it? Yeah, people. So yeah, we don't are. use Delta. <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think we are the taxpayers. Yeah, perhaps the taxpayers. So I think, I think the, the boycott's a great idea. I think yeah. it's fantastic. We, we've shown before that we can make this, we can actually get a reaction from these companies and corporations. So that's probably the right way to go. Taylor Hansen on Twitter says on X, illegal migrants are littered throughout the Phoenix airport right now. They're receiving priority boarding and expedited security. Many have no idea where they're going. Locations include Charlotte, Philadelphia, New York City, and Texas. Multiple had to be escorted from the women's restroom by security. Take a look at this video. Well, you got like eight right in this area. Yeah. yeah okay. Hola, ¿cómo están? ¿Dónde son ustedes? Venimos de muy lejos. Como Guatemala, Venezuela. Ah, son mexicanos. Ah, okay. Yo soy de Nuevo Laredo, Yo, yo soy reportero uh, de inmigración, así, entonces he visto la, lo de la crisis. Do you guys speak Spanish? He's no. asking him where they're from, saying he's reporting on the issue. And uh, it, it, obviously, I think he said Mexico. Yeah. My Spanish is very rudimentary. Yeah. But uh, there was a really funny moment where someone from NBC said, when you're just trying to board a plane, but someone accuses you of being a migrant because you, you don't look like them or something like this. Ashley St. Clair points out, they're holding processing packets. <laughs> <laughs> But NBC, these people are of evil. Course, this of is what they do. Yeah. Well, they want to scare everybody who's going to even question, ask the basic question right, of like, yeah. why are we letting these people into our country? They're going to throw out the, you're racist to mm-hmm. get them. Okay, no, I'm sorry. I'm not racist. Yeah. Like, don't, don't yeah. please, please don't accuse me of being yeah. racist again. Like, but no, our country's being invaded. It's right up in your face. You're paying for it. Yes. People yeah, need to move past that. that being any, afraid of being name called. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like anyone that's in, in politics, that's not a progressive leftist. Like, and that's, you know, that's not really a, 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 you know, that's not a lot of people. The progressive left is, they're loud on the internet, but Mm -hmm. there's not a whole lot of them. But at this point, if you're not a progressive leftist, being called racist should be, you know, irrelevant to you because anytime that you do anything at all that they don't like, it doesn't matter if they can somehow tacitly accuse you of racism, that's what they're gonna do. So there's not a whole lot of point in paying any attention. That's our whole MO, we kill the language, yeah, yeah. Yep. Hitler means nothing means that Hitler insurrection, sure. misogyny, yeah. hate, none of those words mean anything anymore because mm-hmm. they just overuse it. I mean, I was I've been even complaining about the when it comes to people using the term uh, 
um, genocide when it comes to the stuff going on in Gaza right. because it's not a genocide. Right. If, right. if if Israel wanted to genocide right. the Palestinians in Gaza, they could literally genocide right. every single living yeah. human yep. being in Gaza. So the yeah. idea that it's a genocide is not. I want to go back to using words the way they should be used. Yeah, I that's really, how we get really back do. to objective. But reality. we just we just have yeah. to ignore these people. Yeah, and for for too long, people. You know, I, I talked about this last night at TPUSA. I said that uh, for a while, I believed that there was no good and evil. I believed that it was just different worldviews and that it was subjective and everyone was trying to do what they thought was right. And uh, you get older and you start to learn. No, no, there, there, there's malicious evil. Most their, their, their intention is harm, mm -hmm. destruction, making your life worse, helping no one. That's evil. Mm -hmm. The... Yeah. the your your average nihilist that's that you know doesn't actually that really believes there is no point to life and stuff they don't have there's no reason for them to do anything other than whatever impulse you know catches their fancy mm -hmm. so you know if you don't believe in i'm i'm of the opinion that if you don't believe in some form of higher power you likely are are going to just be a nihilist that thinks that there is no morality there's mm -hmm. no real right or wrong because mm -hmm. everyone's gonna die and you know the heat death of the universe and and, yeah. and all that um and if that's your outlook on life there's not i mean what's the real reason what there there's no reason to say that anything is better than anything else so why not the you know why not watch it all burn right and it, you know? nihilism exactly. increases like the short-term benefits like that's so it'll make you like yeah. the most animalistic violent yeah. depraved you know they don't because they don't care about consequences mm -hmm. right and they have no moral center whatsoever so you see all of this stuff in the cities where i remember when i lived in uh in brooklyn we would see kids there was a game they were playing where they were just pushing old people into buses right like they'd be waiting at the sidewalk and just be like Phoom. it was just a game you know where in the city Wow. In Manhattan, there was like kids just pushing old people. It wasn't just old people. But yeah, you had you buses. had that whole wave of uh, the knockout game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just try and yeah. kill somebody. Yep, full yeah. force, just yeah. attempted murder, and and the city lets them get away with it. Yeah, there's no yeah. meaning. They have no meaning for life or or care for it. It's, yeah. it's truly sad. Yeah, if you erode all the morals of the society and then you take away the actual laws, I mean, right. that's exactly what happens. That's why you have to have some sort of a moral code mm -hmm. with the people in the society. But then you also have to have laws to to back those up. You take right. away, you take away, yeah. you get you get anarchy. Yep. You get what we have right now. Yep. I, I one of the reasons why I I didn't want to live in New York anymore. I was uh, 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 on the other side of the Manhattan Bridge. I lived down Broadway, a straight shot. I was hanging out at a company party, leave at like 1 a.m., hail, hail a cab. I think they, I think they make you use the app because like they don't, they don't want Uber, so you'll use like an app to call a green taxi or something. And uh, I tell the guy, I just live straight down Broadway, and here's, here's the number, and he's like, you got it. And I half sleep, and then all of a sudden I feel the car turning. <laughs> and I, I'm like, hey, well, what are you doing? Because you cross Manhattan Bridge, you go straight down Broadway. And he's like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going. He starts weaving. Going left and right, he's trying to run, run up the meter, thinking I was drunk or not paying attention, but I, <laughs> wow. I don't drink. And so I said, stop the car, I'm getting out. He said, no. We were, we, he was slowing down, pulling up to a, a light. The bill, the, the, so far was like, the meter was like 495. I said, stop the car, I'm getting out, what are you doing? He says, no. And then as I feel the car start to move, I pop the door and jump out, and he slams the brakes on, comes out screaming, demanding I pay him. I called the police immediately. And I'm like, I, I, I walk into a gas station. He comes out screaming, threatening me. I call the police. I say, hey, this cab driver was taking me for a ride. He's just screaming at me. By the time the, cop, by the, times the uh, time the cops show up, the meter's at 50 bucks. And the cops told me if I didn't pay him the 50 bucks, they'd arrest me. 
<laughs> yep. What ended up happening? The cops took my wallet, pulled all my cash out, and handed it to the cab driver, and then told me to f off. The, they helped rob you. <laughs> That's, That's right. Yeah. I got robbed by the yeah. cops. Justice is not tipped. Two lady in cops. Our favor. They because the the cabs are a part of the city's racket. Yeah. Mm. They they pay they pay the city. They don't care. Mm -hmm. That so that guy was trying to rob me, and the and the cops showed up with guns and said, "Do it or else." Insane. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I'm not in the city anymore. We, I mean, we we left when my wife was pregnant with our first, and it was just getting so depraved. And I, she was working in the city, and I was working in the city, or, or just outside of the city. So sometimes she had to take the subway without me, which was terrifying, right? And sometimes she'd take a taxi, but sometimes take the subway, and there was like guys like screaming about chopping her head off, you know, and uh, and then no one, and then no one doing anything. Yeah, like no one cared. They just tune out, yep. like whatever. Like, yep, we're getting out of this place. It's totally insane. It's reminding me of the '70s in the city. That's what I would hear from my family, who were yeah. cops or firefighters in New York. And it's not just you know, it's not unique to New York, but that's how it was for sure in the '70s. You know, that was like the summer of Berkowitz, but yeah. like also fires all the time and complete destruction. So was, that was the crazy part for me that the riots of 2020 when Portland like lit up, mm. you had a lot of people that were on the periphery of that were like, well, you know, this isn't really a bad thing. They were defending it. And I'm like, no, 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 guys, this, this is horrible. Like, mm -hmm. they're like, yeah, but racism's also really bad. I'm like, no one's talking about race. If, right. you, if you believe this has anything to do with race, I don't know what to tell you. Right. They're destroying the entire city and they're not going to stop. And like, they literally haven't in Portland, but you do get this. I don't know if some of it's just people being complacent, them hoping that things are going to change but not wanting to take action but you also do get this fear i think of a lot of people that they don't want to be called like if you say that hey we're doing this for racial justice mm -hmm. if you're we're opening the borders for racial justice like mm -hmm. then all of a sudden like if you push back on that they're going to call you a racist right and that's that's really powerful i think for a lot of people it, it makes a lot of people live in fear i think all that crt stuff is all yeah. like tendrils of marxism because they're doing marxist stuff oh, it's oh, power yeah, it's yeah. power plays Absolutely. to take your power but they're going to make you afraid of talking out against it and like and you just give another ptsd flashback of lockdowns when <laughs> i don't know how it was by you but in new york they just like let loose everyone in the prisons for lockdowns they're yeah, just like yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, it was like arkham you yeah. know and they was like i just go home and then crime went crazy <laughs> yeah you know and there was some obviously some recidivism but i don't know yeah. how it was like we're, we're still having major issues in washington state with them opening up the what if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation where it's not about mission statements but a shared mission at U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. President's A.G. Ferguson, who's now running to be our next governor, unfortunately, mm. he's had a, a program where he's letting violent sex offenders out and then putting them into what? communities, into what? privately contracted houses what? where these people are not guarded whatsoever. They're saying they're doing it to, you know, reduce the, the population in the prison, but they're not choosing nonviolent offenders. The most of most of the people they're releasing right. are violent sex offenders. The only reason some of it's gotten stopped is because individual citizens in small towns have said, Hey, why is a private company buying up a five bedroom house, what? you know, oh, in rural Thurston County in Washington state? But that's the Democrats. I, I say they're, they're the party of open borders and open mm -hmm. prisons. Yeah, to anarcho tyranny, yeah. and I, I agree in prison reform, but yeah. not like that. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, Nonviolent prisoners, sure, but you lock up the violent sex offenders. Yep. Common well, sense. I oh. wonder oh, why. So it is. What a segue. <laughs> I wonder why it is that they they announced today this ruling to remove Trump uh, from the ballot in Colorado. Could it be that mm. CNN reports dozens of documents naming Jeffrey Epstein's victims and associates to be made public in 2024? I chose uh, CNN because uh, 
You know, they, 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 they try to lie about the sources we use here, but here's the story. About 177 names will be released. This includes associates, recruiters, staff members. Uh, this includes housekeepers. And it includes victims. They're saying, uh, according to this judge, they have uh, two weeks, 14 days, to release these names. Judge Loretta A. Presca, the latest filing in a case, file uh, uh, to settle a case by Virginia Roberts Giffray. She claimed Epstein abused her and uh, uh, Maxwell uh, defamed her. I believe it was settled, but journalists have filed saying that these people are, are, are publicly known, public figures, and therefore the all the does, they call it, in the list should be named. There's still two weeks for people who are on the list to come forward to, or to go to the court and say, hey, don't release my name for this reason. Maybe one person ruins the whole thing for everybody else, but who knows? This is the question I posed to X earlier, and I'll ask you guys and everyone listening. Like, Do you even believe the list when it comes out? I mean, it's not going to include the names you want it to include. They're they're going to have a housekeeper. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna it's gonna you know it's gonna Janet Smith, and you're gonna be like, I don't know. You can. Who's I that? think it's it's a better question. Do you believe that the list is complete when it comes out? Yeah, true. Mm -hmm. they, I think it they, depends on who's on it and why, because they could have the normal people on there to make it seem more normal. They need, they they want to throw someone under the bus, mm -hmm. and I'm sure there are high level people who are involved with Epstein who are like, just give the people something. You know, this is what happens with big corporations when they engage in serious malfeasance. Some low level VP will get yeah. charged and they'll be like, ah, we got them. And I think that was part of the big short. Mm -hmm. None of these people who are engaged in this in this fraud get criminally charged. But there's like one guy that they end up charging saying he's the one there. You got your sacrificial lamb. Have a nice day. Yeah, this is like something where I think you'd need like multiple judges that could all have access to this. So they That's all the thing. they all release at the same time. So it's not like just one judge and like right. it could be easily contaminated. And right. there's been there's just been so many lies told around this entire thing. Right. This entire Epstein affair that like you're right. Why would you believe and the list? We, he's been given out? good treatment in jail decades ago. You right. Know, like he, his roots are so deep. I just I have a hard time trusting anything. And they somehow convicted uh what, what how you say your name? Glyn Maxwell. Yeah. They convicted yeah. her of sex trafficking, but like right. they would they would not say who she sex trafficked to. Right. Yep. All of it's so absurd. This yeah. is uh this is our last week before we take off for Christmas. It's gonna be great. So what's uh what is it? Today's Tuesday. So uh what is Friday the twenty first no twenty Friday's twenty second? Twenty second. Twenty second, yeah. Saturday's twenty third. It's gonna be an awesome Christmas. And I'm hoping that as I am sitting there relaxing, wearing a, a fuzzy sweater of some sort and drinking cocoa, that <laughs> the Christmas present we end up getting, maybe not on Christmas, but soon will be some accountability as it pertains to the Epstein list. Yeah. You know, my view is... You will get coal, Tim Pool. You will get coal. <laughs> I'm feeling... But, I, but look, the I'll tell you. The is here. If some of the names that come out, it's like a housekeeper, I'm fine. Like, I'll take, I'll take a housekeeper. Mm. If you were cleaning up for this man yeah. Yeah, and for you sure. knew what he was doing, I want to know who you are. Right. Yeah. yeah if you saw and, those, and that's not all we want, but it's a start. Those like restraining chairs he had in his bathrooms and stuff. And yeah. you're like living in that house, cleaning it up. Yeah. For if, sure. Like who installed those? For sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like for sure. Look, the, the, if you get people that were on the premises, this is how investigations go. You, you, yeah. Get someone that was there mm -hmm. that knows something. You interrogate them or you investigate them. Mm -hmm. Who do they? What do they know? Mm -hmm. Who? Do, who else do they know? Yep. Like that's the way they the investigations normally go. Whoever comes out and they they actually name, mm -hmm. there should be. Now I don't know if it actually will happen, but there should be pressure or some some DA or whatever that is trying to find more information about it because 
clearly they have been slow rolling it mm-hmm. and they came out and said that the names on the list you know back when it when they when Epstein first died or whatever they they came out and said that the names on the list they, it was too volatile yeah, to let yeah. them out you thank know? you search he did say died in quotes um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. well yeah, and i agree exactly. i, I you know. i'd like that to be the case but I, I think of things like when someone is running for politics and they all of a sudden he's on the or she's on the wef website and then people are like well the wef puts them on there to discredit them or they're on the wef website and that discredits them you know yeah so it's like a constant back and forth of these psyops as well they're like who, who's going to be on it and maybe there's like a who's going to benefit from that person being on it is what i'm worried about for you sure. don't know. Yeah. I just keep it in mind. When it comes to the, the WEF stuff, I, I kind of just always get the impression that only in the past year, two years, mm-hmm. have kind of has it become broadly known sure. uh, throughout the, the, I guess, the dissident community right. that the WEF is actually really, really bad. Right. It was, there was a time where, like, talking about Davos and talking about the, the, people that get together at davos and and the wef and and the council on foreign relations and stuff is if you brought any of those things up in any type of critical mm-hmm. context oh, you then you were a crazy yeah, person yeah. you know you were you it was that was alex jones stuff well, well not just him bill burr before he was neutered used to talk about those meetings all the time yeah on conan o'brien's show yeah you know, and so that Look and that's the thing it's like if you're critical of it you're a crazy yeah, person right. but if you were listening to spignev brzezinski right. talking to mika and mm-hmm. joe right. about it on msnbc <laughs> at 8 30 in the morning yeah. they're talking about what the wef is doing or what the what the council For on sure. foreign relations all these mm-hmm. these organizations they're real and they actually do things and stuff right. if you're talking about them and and you are praising them then obviously this is just normal Yep. NGOs and and organizations yeah. and stuff, but if you're critical, well, then you're Alex Jones. Yeah, for sure. So I yeah. mean, obviously, it's it's, it's, it's just the paradigm of like it's it's not happening and you're crazy. But if it is, it's a good thing that it's exactly. actually happening. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that's exactly. so true. Frustrating as hell. It's terrifying. Well, I hope the list comes out and we can have some accountability. Would be great because accountability seems completely rare. Yeah. These days, it's yeah. just we're so hyper politicized. It's like it's hard for me to even see accountability on the horizon. I, accountability. I don't. I don't believe in accountability anymore. It's just mm. the use of political per- persecution to to stymie your opponents. You mm-hmm. know. Again, and generally, that's you know conservatives mm-hmm. you know, or, or people that are outside of the the norm of progressive mm-hmm. uh, sensibilities but i mean again we we talked about it a little bit you know you look at at santos and granted he clowned on all of congress and he clowned on basically his entire district because they, <laughs> they did elect him you know so i mean he, he did was it pozo that called him gay joker this morning i don't know <laughs> I don't know. But incredible. He's... Go look at Pozo's Twitter don't, page. Don't disrespect Santos. No, he. I think he meant it in a good way so. <laughs> because but it was a hilarious interview. Santos treated Congress the way that Congress deserves to be treated. That's absolutely. Yes. That's that's why I'm. I'm like a joke. A surprise. You're such a supporter. Well, he treated them exactly how they deserve. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing is, the guy got no due process. None. I mean, he got no no due process. And you're right. His district did elect him, and he's New York has their primaries. I think like in the early spring summer so he was mm-hmm. way less he was like eight months out mm-hmm. from getting probably quite a few hard primary challenges but then they came in and said no this guy's guilty we got to throw him out right now like why didn't they just let the process actually work i don't know why republicans have to rush in and automatically say no 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 we'll take care of this like we'll, yeah. we'll kick this bum out of here meanwhile menendez has got gold bars from the government of egypt and he's <laughs> are the democrats going to kick him off the foreign affairs committee like no way no way unbelievable 2024 is going to be fun. It's going to be wild. I don't know what else to say. I mean, it's, it's just, we're, we're, I've been saying before, I can't see 
you know, normally when something happens, I have like several ideas of what I think it might lead to. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of, I get it wrong a lot of times. Sometimes I get it right. I mean, with like Colorado kicking Trump off the, off the ballot, I think it's like I'm in the ballpark. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> when I, 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 I uh, had Media Matters roasting me. Well, I'd say roasting. They claimed that I likely had foreknowledge of January 6th because in <laughs> September of 2020, I said, these Oath Keepers and Proud Boys and Three Percenters, they're going to storm to D.C. in November and just like storm the White House or something. And then they were like, he must have known about January 6th. I was like, first of all, it happened in January, not November. Second of all, they didn't go to the White House. They went to the Capitol building. And more importantly, it's because I read the news. If, yeah. if it, I, it wasn't a real prediction. If I had any influence on the January 6th, I would have told them to go to all the people that the houses, the people that, that live at, work at Media Matters. No, I, I don't. I take that back. I just, you know, I think the problem just is. knock on the door and have a polite conversation in any yeah. legal context. But my point is. It's starting to come in view with the removal of Trump in Colorado. Yeah. It's starting to starting. I'm starting to you know get an idea of things that could happen from this. You end up with Trump uh, uh, unable. He not that he'll be removed from every state in the primary, but just enough to that he can't win. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You end up with Ron DeSantis as the nominee. The establishment says, guys, look, you know we we we're not happy with this, but we 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 can't let Joe Biden win. So everybody go out there and vote for DeSantis. Trump supporters are gonna say, screw off. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I've heard you say a bunch like it's hard and it's I agree it's hard to envision this future right because like if you read all the news you can you have a sense of the pattern that happens and I've been thinking you know and I, like we might have a normalcy bias for all all of these past years until COVID then it turned into absurdity and now it's, it's like you have to have an absurdity bias but yeah. it's, it's impossible to guess absurdity so everything's oh, yeah. just constantly normalcy chaos. is gone yeah, mm -hmm. it's yeah. the new normalcy is the absurdity so and it's almost ties into uh, Elon's quote about the most likely outcome is the most entertaining one, except it's for politics. It's the most like chaotic and depraved one, yeah, you know, and, and it's and, hard to, to gauge that because it's just we're so far gone. And all the Democrats care about is power. I mean, they, they've proven that they will basically yeah. bring the entire country down. And so what's mm -hmm. the next level after that? What's the next level from 2020? World War Three. It's pretty. I mean, it's, it's incredibly frightening. Yeah. Well, they get us into World War Three. I mean, Biden's last address the nation he said well, we all have to unify because you know we potentially could be at war mm -hmm. i mean and and look at the geostrategic uh situation right now between the middle east between mm -hmm. what's happening in eastern europe like well, yeah and i worry insanity. about we've gone through this age of character assassination trump you know obviously yeah. is the, the, the biggest one at the top of that what and, and then when phil talks about frank luntz recognizing this new thing yeah it's almost like they're all starting to realize that the character assassination uh, uh, economy is not yeah. working anymore and then what goes back, you know, it's not like they haven't it dealt stopped, in blood before. It yeah. stopped working before Trump because the reason you got Trump was because they called Mitt Romney a Nazi. Yeah. Right. When, yeah. when you right. Right. have the most Boy Scout ass dude in America. He's a saltine. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He is a, absolutely a saltine. saltine in a suit. The, yeah. He is the most boring, most Boy Scout, a, Scout ass guy that mm -hmm. is has probably run in the past 50 years. Mm -hmm. I mean... You could not get any more white bread and and less offensive. And if you're calling him a Nazi, yeah. there's nowhere else to go. So what happened was the American people were just like, it doesn't matter mm -hmm. who we elect. And that's yeah. why they were just like, who cares that he said grab him by the pussy? Right, right. Because nothing right. is, no one is good enough for the Democrats. The the politics of we respect each other was tossed out, you yeah. know, mm -hmm. a decade earlier, a decade before uh, before Trump ran. For sure, you know, so. The idea that that respectability 
you know, has been something that the left has actually cared about. I don't know if they ever did. Saul Alinsky wrote the, right. the playbook mm -hmm. on it in the 60s or whatever. And it could be that I, you know, I didn't see it until mm -hmm. recently or whatever. But it has been the, the politics. It has been power politics from the left for as long as I can remember, yeah. as long as, you know, definitely all of my adult life you know i think we're witnessing we're in it right now is what eisenhower warned about with the military industrial Absolutely. complex but like Certainly. within that complex is the corporate press or mm -hmm. an arm yes. of that right and that's where all the psyops are or the just the blatant lying is coming from the military industrial complex no is no longer just boeing raytheon mm -hmm. and right. and companies like that and you know space manufacturers it's also google yeah. it's all your technology companies sure. because all of that has become intelligence mm -hmm. it's all data collection yeah. and it's also the media because because of the propaganda right. so the military industrial complex is no long when when you hear people complain about or criticize the military industrial complex they're talking about google oh, they're yeah. talking oh, yeah, about sure. facebook they're talking mm -hmm. about palantir yep. they're talking about all the tech companies yeah. in in addition to raytheon right. in addition to uh you know because they can be, because those things can be like in your brain and in your day to day pattern. Absolutely. While they're oh, making yeah. the things that are going to destroy you in that pattern. Absolutely. The 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 media produces the content, mm -hmm. and the tech companies produce the vehicle yep. that introduces the the propaganda to the American people. And yep. your average person, I I see it all the time with a lot of people that I'm that I'm really good friends with that are not involved in politics mm -hmm. that are only tertiary. The only time that they talk about politics or whatever is when Donald Trump says something that the media drums up that they tells them they should hate him for good or people something. People on both sides. Yeah, and now and now people are starting to be like, "Well, what's going on with Elon Musk? What's he, why is Elon Musk a bad guy?" And it's right. like these people have no idea that they're being entirely propaganda control they have no yeah. they have no reason to dislike elon musk mm -hmm. only what they've been told to think yep. by the media a rolling stone made a a list of nine unfunny things saw, elon yeah, did yeah you know? i saw the, the uv rape case know. magazine yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, decided yeah, right. that it's, they it's have like, criticism dude it's for elon musk <sighs> unreal unbelievable and one of the and, i mean and the, one of the bigger reasons they're they've gone after trump really since he took took the white house was he's he is an affront to the military industrial complex mm -hmm. yeah. because he came in and said like I don't think we need to be at war all the time and then he right. made the cardinal sin of trying to get us out of wars right. but then also saying like hey wait a sec why are we providing security guarantees for all of Europe yeah. like why are we providing the security guarantees well, for well, the they're not paying. <laughs> exactly well, they're not why aren't you guys limits. paying yeah. yeah but it's good business if they don't pay because then we pay more the military industrial complex gets further and further you know more control and they get more rich mm -hmm. like but Trump was an affront to that and that's what they're throwing the kitchen sink at him I think people fail to realize that mm -hmm. it's like actually they're going after trump for being radically moderate like yeah. they yeah. say he's yeah. a radical but he's actually trying to get us out oh. of all these entanglements so all he did was ask them to pay their fair share right what's wrong with them you know they signed the contract your time yeah pay your yeah. Fair share, you know? the, the 90s Demo 90s new york democrat donald trump is a mm -hmm. far-right extremist yep. right exactly well it's because they yeah, yeah they move so far left everyone's far right now exactly. uh I, I whoever hasn't seen the eisenhower speech I, please go watch it. It's, it's really the last good. speech he gave in the Oval Office before he gave the presidency over to JFK. Kennedy, yeah. And, and then, I mean, it is such a beautiful speech. Uh, yeah. And it's like, it's almost like poetry. Uh, and he predicted everything that we're in right now. Yep. And then there's, I forget what the name of the speech is, that, or, or interview that Kennedy gave two years later. But he pretty much, in that interview, sums up how horrible the press is. And then I just, you, you marry those two things together. Yeah. And here we are. Yep. I uh, just, uh, 
I'm going to tweet the uh, Eisenhower speech Sick. out right now. Yeah, so it's, and, it's so good. And then I think two, three years later was the Kennedy American University address where he talks about the end of Pax America and how we don't... The forces. We, yeah, exactly. Yes. How we don't need to be projecting power everywhere. We yeah, can dude. actually have a peace in our time. Yep. Like, And then after that, the national security state did what they did. And, well, and we've been well, at war ever since. At some point in there, the Joint Chiefs of Staff came to him with an idea to start a war with Cuba right. called Northwoods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he turned that down. He fired that yeah. guy, General Lenninser, decorated yeah. war uh, hero. And... Yeah. And then he went and took over NATO. And yep. then at that point is when NATO did some maybe dirty dealings with the years of lead in Italy, which was their political uh, false flags on either side for 20 years. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's insane. Yep. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, in our lifetime, we've had the Iraq war lies. And then now with the same propaganda for Constant. Ukraine, the same propaganda for, you know, I mean, Middle East, all this mm -hmm. stuff. You know, I think my advice to everybody would just be is uh, we're so very close to Christmas less than a week away <laughs> to make sure that when you see your family you give them a hug mm. and let them know that you love them because 2024 is gonna it's get gonna be crazy. wild yeah 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 yep. i mean the world is still i always say this too like the world is so beautiful and i'm so like grateful for god i'm grateful for the earth and how beautiful everything is and my children and everything that we're talking about that's so evil and depraved yeah. it reminds me just how I, I cherish everything yeah you know and it makes me cherish it more honestly and it makes you fight i mean and it, 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 there's a lot of folks right now who i know and and i live in a beautiful rural community where it's very possible to completely tune out all this bs <laughs> and just say like i'm not going to even participate with this right. i've got my church i got my job i got my family yeah. like we're we're going to be fine and in general that's true because people are self-sufficient they're independent but man this could this could get away from us so quickly and become right. so dark that people got to stay in the fight for yeah, 24 it's they unfortunate vote. but you, you have to especially if you have kids because yes. you don't know who they're going to meet and these ideas are just percolating down from every which way yep. and they're going to find your ch your kids and you got to raise them in, a, in the 100%. right way you know how to fight those ideas yeah. you need to know because it's like you got to have an immune system of your ideas yeah and you need to that immune system has to encounter bad ideas so you yeah. know how to defend those right exactly and if you don't have that immune system those bad ideas will just collapse and someday you're gonna have to explain to your kids what you did in the year of our lord 2024 for sure i mean you are you're gonna have to say like hey here's what i was doing like mm -hmm. i was you know i was actually in the fight yeah. i was doing the best i could for my community you mm -hmm. don't want to be the person who's like well in 2024 24 things seem just like really nasty so we yeah. kind of checked out like yeah. is that, that that's yeah. it's not really a very good example nope you we're gonna go, go to super chats so if you haven't already would you kindly smash that like button subscribe to this channel share the show with your friends and head over to timcast.com click join us to become a member and support our work directly and you'll get access to the uncensored members only show coming up in about a half an hour where we will take questions from you the audience you can call and talk to us and our guests so long as you send to become a member Get access to that Discord server. And also head over to thebestsongever.com. Click download your price. And you can uh, help us by purchasing the song, the new song we released together. Again, a cover of the song by Jeremy Boring and Michael Knowles. And uh, we're just building a parallel economy over here. So we got some music. Maybe you like it, maybe you don't. If you like it, you can buy it. And if enough people buy it, we'll hit the billboard charts. We'll get Jeremy and Michael Knowles, Smokey Mike and the God King up on that billboard charts. That'd be that'd be absolutely amazing. And then maybe one day we'll sell 500,000 of these songs and uh, we'll get Michael Knowles at gold record and Jeremy Boring gold record on their on their daily wire wall and we'll have it we'll have it behind us too. If that ever happens, I mean, you know, Phil, it isn't, he doesn't care. He's over not paying attention. He's got seven of them, so. <laughs> oh, I open for Metallica. <laughs> Listen, there is, there is nothing better than seeing your friends succeed. Dude, yes. 
I, I, that picture of you you posted the other day that, <laughs> that was is, amazing that's Which one was that? it's him maybe it was the metallica show no it was from rock usa a couple years back it was it was it's epic it's him last... it's him and like there's like a, a sea of people yeah, in front was, of him it was one of the last shows before we played with ollie before he passed away uh, i think mm. and it, it was the last tour that we did wow and uh it, we didn't. I didn't think we were going to be playing at all. Like we, there were thunderstorms all day long, and we flew in. Our flight. We, we thought we were going to be delayed and everything, and th it was. They shut down stage over and over, but they kept saying, "No, we're going to get you on. No, we're going to get you on." And I'm like, "This is not happening." And then, like, 20 minutes before we're supposed to play, they start rolling our stuff on stage, and I'm like, "This is actually happening." And we play, and it's ridiculous. It's cr we only played for maybe 30 minutes, but like. There's literally thunder and lightning going on. I got I have some videos that I are on my Instagram page of it from that night, but it was amazing. it was amazing. There's like was like fifty thousand people or something That's like great. that. And we we headlined the show the whole show after we played. The show ended because of all the thunder and lightning and stuff. It was go it was listen awesome. to all that remains after this episode, everybody. Cheers. All right, let's grab the super chats. We got Clint Torres. Says, Howdy, people. Tim Bravo for being a trooper and creating content for us today. Yeah, working off of uh, you know two hours and ten minutes of sleep <laughs> all day. It was a bit of a nap on the plane. Yeah, but I think I only got like 40, yeah. 40 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It's got wobbly. A little, little wobbly. <laughs> There's no, you, you can't recline in these, in, it was a private jet. They're not, it's not luxury. I mean, it is in the sense that you get to fly when you want to fly yeah. and it's a private jet. I get it. I get it. But there's no reclining. You, you're sitting upright on a bumpy, shaky ride the whole time and the convenience is you can fly at your convenience. Yeah. And Other cheese platters. That, cheese platters well that was just something we brought on the plane you know what i mean because yeah, like, you could bring your own cheese platter. yeah exactly it's like you, you fly first class you can recline plug your your laptop yeah. in put yeah. your, you know stretch your feet out go to sleep and if you get real first class on those on those bigger flights they got beds but yeah. no no t no tsa though right with the private jet exactly you, you just go right okay that's it's so and that's, that's that, a pretty that, big deal yeah, yeah. The, the main benefit of flying private is once we finish the show the plane's waiting for us oh man we're not waiting for the plane yeah and then we get home at 5 21 in the morning but, you know, I, I wouldn't want to go through TSA and stuff like that. However, a full a full lay down bed, I could have got some sleep. True. But it is what it is. You know, you don't look a gift horse in the mouth. It was made possible thanks to uh, our friends at TPUSA. That was really amazing. And we're grateful to have been a part of it. And the whole thing went off without a hitch. Like from from watching it from, you know, the stream awesome. and stuff, it looked great. Yeah, it was cool. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Surge and Kellen and Carter. Quality was, was amazing. amazing. Solid very, very boys. Good. Yeah. All right, I'm not your buddy guy, says, before we watch the stream, folks, switch your drinks to water if you haven't already because you're going to get alcohol poisoning tonight <laughs> with the famous line. What, what, what did I say, like 23 times? Someone's keeping track. It was like 15 before like yeah. we got into the segments. Yeah. Let's grab some Super Chats. Where are we at? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That. Make it simple says, major win for Colorado. No more Trump 2024. Well, there you go, buddy. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> David Violet says... That was Nikki Haley, sorry. <laughs> David Violet says they want a reckless reaction from the non-left. Don't feed the trolls. Instead, change the culture and meme them to defeat. I agree. They they want you to overreact. Do not give it to them. Yeah, yeah. Don't take the bait. It, it's, I, it's, it's quite yep. simple, actually. Donald Trump is right now 
asking for you at, at his at his rally in Iowa, he said, "Just show up just and show vote. vote. Overwhelm it. Vote. Vote. Vote." One hundred percent. It's any you know. This is the funny thing. Anybody who's who's saying like, "Look, if you believe Trump is our best chance right now, and uh, uh, you like what Trump has to say and what he's doing," any I see these people being like, "No, Trump is wrong. We have to go and do insert X, Y, and Z activism or whatever." And I'm like, "As eh, by fed or a leftist." <laughs> to- dude, I totally agree. Yeah, yeah it's like <laughs> totally bro, agree, dude. We we want to we want to we want to make money. We want to take care of ourselves, our families. We want to be responsible. We want to stay in shape, yep. and uh, we want to pay attention to what's going on. We want to be active politically. And right now, it's really simple. We've got not just Donald Trump, but we've got you know Joe. You're running. Yep. We've got people running at the, uh, the, the federal level, the state level, yeah. the local level. Kerry, of course. Yeah. And and that's the mission right now. Yeah. They they're trying to. You know what they're doing? You know, I was, I was hanging out with Tucker after the show and i said you know i was on your show before and he's like of course right you know and i was like yeah in boston with the antifa thing years ago this antifa guy was throwing punches at me but stopping right before my face because what he wanted was for me yes. to throw the mm-hmm. hit yeah, exactly i didn't do it i just stood there and i was like yeah. are you doing something right and so tucker is like oh come on my show and i'm like that's what they're doing now yep. that's exactly right so yeah. we're we'll just mind our own business yeah. yes everyone please remember the governor whitmer kidnapping plot like that's what they want yeah, yeah. and that was mostly feds yeah. Like, right, it's some yeah. like, the, but I, look, they'll they'll find some fumbling, bumbling dude who doesn't know what's going on, and they'll be like, "Can you hold this uh, mm-hmm. gun real quick?" And you'll be like, "Sure thing, buddy." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they'll be like, "Help, help! He's got a gun." And you're mm-hmm. like, "Wait, what? Yep. Can you put on this red hat real quick yeah. for us?" And then yeah. they'll they'll make him the example for yeah. everybody. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. Everybody. Well, there was that story recently where the guy was in the mall or whatever, and then he took his own life and said. I don't want to do this. I don't oh, yeah. do this. And they found a bunch of weapons and stuff. Yes. Wasn't that at, at uh, in Colorado? Wasn't that the uh, the amusement park? Is that what I it was? I think it was so. an amusement park. Yeah. He, he, yeah. Had, he was going to kill a bunch of people. And that was after well, the main Well, he one. wrote yeah, something like, happened. I just wanted to come inside. I don't, I, I don't want to do this. And then he kills himself. Mm-hmm. And like people all were Creepy. like, MK Ultra? Uh, like, what mm. the? Yeah. Was that? Yep. Mm. yep. That's part of that milita- military industrial complex. All right. Jimmy Grenier says, Tim, the decision of the court was stayed. They only granted a pending decision to create a headline and provoke his supporters so they have a basis to uh, definitively remove him from the ballot. It was stayed, and that is the trick. So that, I think it's the other way around. So that people on the left can be like, oh, it was stayed, calm down. Perhaps the headline. The staying of it was completely irrelevant. It has nothing to do with the ruling. We're, we're talking, the, the, the stay of the ruling expires on the 4th of, yeah. of, of January. Yeah. That, that's when they will finalize their ballots. I don't know that the Supreme, the federal Supreme Court can overrule a private organization operating under state law. We'll see. Waffle Sensei says, I am once again asking that we start today's episode by just saying civil war. <laughs> you missed it. I didn't get it. It's not how it went down, unfortunately. Noah Sanders says, we need good people to step up and primary these awful people. Timcast members, rise up and run against your local failed or failing politicians. Do it. Not just Timcast members, everyone. Everybody. You know? Yeah. And that's the big thing because when we're on the stage with Tucker, Luke says, everyone go around and say who you think VP should be. And he's laughing because we know what he's doing because everyone's going to say Tucker. Yeah. Tucker should be the vice Mm -hmm. presidential pick. And it wasn't until the idea was floated that everyone was like, yes, okay. Because before that, it's like, I guess Vivek, well. Tucker might be the VP. Trump mentioned it. He was asked and he said that'd be a good idea. And we're all instantly like, yes. Yeah. I don't think Tucker wants to do it though. <laughs> I can't imagine after just starting the company and all that stuff. You know, right. I thought it was going to be Carrie until she announced to run for Senate. Uh, yeah, Vivek sounds like it could be, but I don't think it's going to be him either, honestly. Yeah. He, I mean, Tucker's probably more valuable on the outside. Trump's going to choose himself for right VP. 
<laughs> yeah, it's going to be a double Trump ticket. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to that, that point from that super chat, they're right, though. People do need to step up. And like, yeah. if you're not happy if you're represented primary, my primary at a 12-year incumbent and beat her last right. cycle. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. But, you know, I didn't have any experience in politics. I just went around and started talking to people. And we you can do it at the grassroots level. It's mm -hmm. not easy, but it's doable. Yep. All right. Where are we at? Aaron S. says, let's take all Democrats, Democrats off ballots in conservative and swing states. I'm ready. Yes, but understand. Right now, they're doing the primary. They want to make sure Trump can't win the primary. Then Ron DeSantis will win. That's why they won't stop. Ron will win as a dishonorable man of no integrity. And then they'll say, oh, but but this is, you know, oh, geez. I mean, he's the nominee. What are we supposed to do? We're just playing by the rules. So if you remove Joe Biden and other Democrats... Yes, I agree, but understand Biden. There's no primary for Biden. The Democrats are too smart for that. Like they they won't do a primary. They've all, all already rallied around Biden. They forced out RFK. There's some other guy, but they're not giving him any airtime. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, the Democrats are very organized. Mm -hmm. The B says, does the establishment just think that all these Trump voters will go go back to voting for people like Ron DeSanctimonious or Nikki Haley? As a smart man once said, where's the off ramp? He did indeed say it, but I don't think you understand. January 6th is the trial balloon for what they plan to do for people like you. You, you want to be an undesirable maggot? Or what, what else do they call him? What, what Deplorables? Deplorables. Maggots. Uh, yeah. Insurrectionists. Insurrectionists. Yeah. Election deniers. Sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I, I feel like they, they've got your, your history, so they, they know what, what videos you're watching. So if you're commenting on Tim Pool. Uh, yeah. Streams yeah. and stuff. You're already <laughs> they got you, buddy. Yeah. And think about it this way. <laughs> 15 to 16 million illegal immigrants brought in illegally yeah. yep. uh, uh, by Joe Biden. How do you deport these people? Let's say Donald Trump says, we're not playing games. All these people have to go home. This was illegal in the first place. Far leftists stage a bunch of violent assaults on detention centers. Whose side do you think the illegal immigrants are going to fight on? Yeah, of course. That's a 15, 16 million group of people, many of them young males. Yeah. And they're going to be like, hey, look, this side claiming to be the legitimate government is saying we are okay to be here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's how, how, and how many bad actors are part of that 15 million? How many oh, sleeper yeah. cells from, you know, Iran, Hezbollah, Hamas, right. like whatever, you name it, yeah, ISIS. Like, even not the Chinese CP, Communist Party. Yeah, right. Chinese yep. Communist Party, yeah. Yeah, they're not, they're, it's not just South Americans coming over. It's people from all over the world. Oh, yeah. A lot. In Rice and Yuma, they were saying it's yeah. not Mexicans. <laughs> like, it's well, like... It's like Africans, yeah. people from China. You There's know, a like, ton of folks in the Middle East when I was there. Yeah, yeah they had a stack of Middle Eastern passports. Right, like, yep. Let's grab some more Super Chats. Skulky Bone says, these days Colorado is basically just California's largest county. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Shredkowski, what argument is there for voting Trump over Vivek if Vivek has better policy and is 100% not going to have Haley as VP? What do you, what, what do you mean? Because we want Trump to win. I don't know. What, what is the argument? That Trump will finish out his presidential term. He'll complete his arc. Mm -hmm. He will uh, take actions that you can't take as a first-term president. That's probably, it's, it's, it's simple. Vivek getting in will want to do a lot of things. And, you know, in your first term, it's 70%. Second term is 100%. Trump's asking for a final 100% term. He should get it. Absolutely. Yeah. Prior record, four years of peace and prosperity. I mean, I like even, even all the criticisms of him, we had four great years. But then also, I mean, Trump's very unique. I think the fact that he's he's 
the age that he is. He's independently wealthy. They've already thrown the kitchen sink at him. He's got nothing else to lose. He's on, he's basically on one more mission. I mean, I think he's the he's the perfect guy for the times we're living in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but uh, I'd, I'd vote for Vivek. Yeah, he's 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 fantastic. If for some reason Trump is out, it ain't going to be. I'm not voting for DeSantis or Haley. Yeah, and there's twenty twenty eight too. DeSantis, I feel like has got to be. I don't know. You know, I thought he was a really great governor. We like his policies mm-hmm. and the things he's enacted. But then you look at his campaign, and, and I really start to wonder if the, the, the dude is just like a mannequin. Like huh. they they tell him what to say and when to say it, and that's it. Yeah. As as governor of Florida, he's just there saying like, I don't know, tell me what to do. I have no idea. Because I don't know how you could be so incompetent when it comes to running a presidential campaign, but competent as a governor. He seemed to handle the media better though, as a governor. Like there were, yeah. there were sometimes there he would he would school the media. That he's that person's gone. He was in his element him. as a governor. Yeah. Yeah. Patrick of Ohio says, When is Michael gonna pay up to Roseanne? We need some follow up. Ah, it's not looking good for Mr. Malice. Maybe he's he's got, gonna be here this week. He's still gotta wait until the end of the end of the at least. Of course, of course. Mm-hmm. You can't call the fight before the no. fight happens. Come on, <laughs> you know. But uh, but again, this is uh, the uh, you know, uh, the odds are for uh, Roseanne here for you know a little bit. Maybe it's like leaning. It's like you know plus one hundred for uh, uh, for uh, Malice in the odds. You know, well, Roseanne's the favorite going into twenty twenty four. But we'll see. We'll see. What, what was the bet? Uh, Roseanne said there won't be an election. Uh, okay. And the question is, what does that really mean? Does it mean nobody votes and everyone's like, oh, geez? Or does it mean no one believes the, the election is, is legitimate in any way? And I think Roseanne's probably right if you use a very broad definition of no election. Mm-hmm. If in the sense that Trump's name's being removed from the ballot, you can argue there was a procedural election, but you remove the front runner from the ballot. Yeah, there was point. not an election. <laughs> right. So we'll see. What do we have? Triple Flip says, Phil. Help me propose to my girlfriend. When is your tour? Bring her on stage, bro. She's super hot. So am I. So are you. Let's go viral. So I'm not sure why your girlfriend being super hot would matter to me. <laughs> Just saying. You know, he's got a proposition for know, you, buddy. Uh, well, uh, you know, maybe. We'll, we'll see. It depends on where you, where you live. So, but we're going to, we'll be on tour probably like in, in May, so. Jesse Faircloth says it seems like the Democrats are getting closer to their Confederate roots when instead of uh, instead of further. And I'm seriously worried about the country that I love. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. That is correct. What do we have here? Ryan Pujol says, and this is how our Democratic Republic dies with thunderous applause. I think Roseanne might have won her bet. It's time to start saying no to Democrats from here on out. Uh, it's crazy what, what this is. This is just absolutely an insane day. So the, it's a the, crazy week. You know, I'm really worried about the I'm worried that I'm going to go on Christmas vacation and then something real crazy is going to happen. Right. And mm-hmm. I'm going to be like, you know, sitting on a slope somewhere or something like, oh, did you look at that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, ALX tweeted this and this is, uh, I guess, uh, Jesse Waters was saying, but the Colorado lawsuit was filed by a Soros funded outlet, decided by an all Democrat appointed Supreme Court and the Democrat Colorado Secretary of State within a split second, was celebrated on MSNBC. The idea that this is not a, a total op by, you know, political op is ridiculous. And the idea that, that this actually stands, I, I, I can't wrap my head around that. Mm-hmm. You know? That's I mean, why I say civil war as often as I do. <laughs> because the only reason we're not in one right now is because Republicans are following Trump's lead. Yeah. And Trump is not an insurrectionist. And no. Trump is not a dictator. Right. Because if Trump did come out and say, this is it, the line's been breached, 
it's time, yeah. then this country would instantly go yep. insane. But I think Trump is confident that we can win. Yeah. He can win. And I think culturally we are winning. Yeah. The cultural thing is the most important thing because they do stuff like this. It's an overt attack from powerful special interests on our elections and everything like that. Yeah. But look at look at last night when we do this show with Tucker Carlson. We've got the biggest numbers on YouTube. We've got uh, the new song we, we put out. Uh, Daily Wire's got their movies coming out. Culturally, we are winning. You've got Bud Light failing. You've got Target failing. Now, now like we're, we're, we're claiming cultural victories. Trump's uh, polls are through the roof. Biden is at, is at this worst, his worst approval rating ever. They do this because they want that reaction. We don't got to yeah. give it to them. That's why well, it's so smart what Trump was saying it during that speech when he was saying, I just need you to vote because that's the yeah. one thing they fear. That's why they're doing all this because they fear us just coming out in a massive wave and actually mobilizing people and voting. Yep. I completely agree. Does it mean there's not there's not going to be applied resistance? Certainly. There's going to be some crazy lawsuits and Tom Fuller when it comes to 2024's election. Pay attention. Mm -hmm. But that's why Trump was saying overwhelm it. You know, unquestionable numbers. Yep, absolutely. I agree. 100%. Now they're like, quick, take his name off the ballot. Yeah, exactly. Uh, when, when they do that, when they go for a, a, a win by disqualification, imagine, you know, we, we just watched the Covington-Edwards uh, match. Imagine if one of the fighters tried getting their opponent disqualified on a technicality instead of fighting them. We'd be like, they think they're going to lose. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. Technicality, he can't yeah. fight. I win. I get the belt. Nah. I, I mean, I imagine the the bureaucracy and the, the powers that be in, in the quote unquote deep state, they don't, they understand what it means if Trump does get back into the position of the president, you get the office of the president, that mm -hmm. he's going to have a far deeper understanding of the processes necessary to do what he said he was going to do before mm -hmm. yeah so you know there's dudes that are like my 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 401 k is right. on the line the job here. yeah hey, if trump gets elected my kid's not going to blah 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 school right. and i can't have that you know extra <laughs> house or whatever garbage thing they're thinking yep. you know yep. panzer says bloody colorado mm. Mm. oh boy that's right I'm not your buddy guy also says this is bleeding Colorado, the rhyming of Kansas. Perhaps hmm. it, it would be so soon, though. I mean, it is fair. If you look at the history, there was concern in, 18, in the 1820s about civil war, and it took 40 years for something to finally happen. Yeah. It could be 40 years. Who knows? I think I think it's a strong possibility Trump wins, and then it takes several decades before anything actually shatters. Trump wins. He starts enacting reforms and, and clean corruption, and it works for a while. And then maybe that's it. It doesn't have to repeat itself if we learn it from the from the past. So. Yeah. All right. Missy Kin says, Tim, do you think they will steal the election and use migrant militias to fight the civil war? Well, uh, who is they, though? Are we talking about like democratic political establishments or like the woke faction, whatever it may be? Uh, steal the election. What do you mean by steal? If they are going, this, what, what really bothers me about the, stole, the steal the election narrative is the idea that elections were ever fair. It, yeah. It's like you thought this one was not fair. Do you think any of the other ones were? Mm -hmm. None of them are. They're miniature civil wars where people are just agreeing not to punch each other in the face as they try to find out, find a way to legitimize their, mm -hmm. their grasping of power from the, you know, taking the reins. Yeah. And most people just say, okay, okay, you, you have the power this time. But now everyone's saying no, basically. You know, Michael Malice has a good thread. He's talking about this on Twitter, on X, 
where people are saying now that the courts are politicized, this country is doomed or whatever. And he's like, courts are always politicized. Always. It's, it, and, and, and he's right. So now what's happening is there are just two politicized courts. That's it. You have the traditional American view and you have the progressive neo-communist view. And yeah. they're going to be at odds with each other. Lithian Cross says, how bad would it be if the Epstein list is faked to have anti-establishment individuals on it? Names like Elon or Trump himself. I would be willing to bet that Trump will be named in the documents. I would not be surprised at all. Right. But that doesn't mean anything. The, the names that we're getting are not all clients or workers or anything like this. A lot of them will be clients. A lot of them will be recruiters. Uh, a lot of them are just housekeepers or janitors. Some of them are actually victims. So, yeah, maybe maybe Trump himself will be named in the document because the document will say, you know, uh, at, at, a, at a party held by Donald Trump. And right now it's listed as a doe. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, of course. RFK Jr. could be on it. He's admitted to being on the plane and flying around. Man. Yeah, that's that one's an interesting one, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wonder about what's going on with RFK Jr. Yeah. That's a weird. It's almost like he story. got tipped off. He's gonna be on the list, but you know, right? who knows? <laughs> yeah, he was with there with his, he was with him with his kids, looking for bones or something. Basically. Mark Campbell says plot twist: the lazy left sees Trump disqualified. They don't vote. Trump wins electoral and popular vote. They reel in horror, sparking civil war. It's, it's a fair point actually, because Trump being removed, we have these Democrats all cheering. They may now believe Trump can't win, and many of them may just stop caring. Oh, what do you mean? I thought Trump got disqualified. Yeah. Well, that was one state. It was? Oh, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> that was a mistake they made in 16. I mean, they, they, all yeah. the media said that Hillary was going to win a landslide. And they, oh, yeah. Yeah. I never forget laughing there. so hard. I, I, was, I was drinking margaritas, watching the needles all in favor for Hillary. <laughs> yeah. Just all of a sudden go like this. And I was just like, I was laughing maniacally. Yeah. It was, it was amazing. It was awesome. Oh. Mr. Invisible says, Tim, I'm in Colorado. Our last local election had zero write-in option and no other choices than Democrat physically on the ballot. We need serious help. Yikes. Wow. You got to run. Yep. Someone's got to pick up that mantle, you know? Let's see. Chafed says, this isn't that difficult. Remove Biden from the ballots in red states. As for these partisan hack judges, start filing made up charges against their kids and family members, issue arrest warrants and hold them without bail. I, I think you misunderstand. See, this is the, I, 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 I'm sorry. I, I got to throw a little criticism your way. This is what Republicans don't understand. You don't need to make up charges. Show me the men and I'll show you the crime. Right. If they want to play this game with Trump and, and issue summary or summary judgments without evidence. Yeah, you don't make up charges. You actually just then go and enforce the law against these Democrats, which is not being done. Buster Ruckus says, Tim, your argument doesn't make sense. If they used a constitutional clause to ban him, then they made it a federal matter. So SCOTUS now has authority incorrect that is not true how a state supreme court interprets how they decide to run their elections does not give the federal government the authority and like i said there will be citation of the ninth and tenth amendments basically it's if it's not prohibited the states can do it so the federal government the argument would have to be scotus has the authority to overrule a private organization's electoral voting pro or, or, or vote, voting processes I'm not convinced they can. Now, the Supreme Court could argue that the political parties act as de, fa de facto public institutions, despite being private organizations. Therefore, they will issue that ruling. Nothing you can do about it. OK, totally fair. But I think there's a strong possibility 
a right-leaning court says, we can't tell a private organization who to put in charge, how to run an election. If it was the general election being run by the state, we could issue an argument. However, the Constitution also says state legislatures have final say in how their elections are run. The Supreme Court might even come back and be like, states are to be run as their state determines. That's why we rejected Texas v. Pennsylvania. Yeah. Texas sued Pennsylvania. Supreme Court said, screw off. We don't care. Trump might file an appeal and they might say, we have no interest in adjudicating a private organization's rule process. Yeah. We're not going to have a Supreme Court hearing on, on how Starbucks chooses the president of the company. Why would we have a ruling on how uh, uh, Colorado's Republican Party, a private organization, does? We'll see. We will see, man. I think it might just be crazy and you might only get Trump and Biden are off of every ballot. Who knows? Yeah. Ghost candidates. There's, there's no yep. election because they just removed everybody that was possibly running. Whoa. Yeah. Anthony Bird says, Mr. Kent, proudly voted and donated to you in the last election. Oh, Can't wait much. to vote for you next year. Awesome. We lost, what is it, uh, uh, Klickitat County yep. before the last election. How will you win over Vancouver? You have the aerial vote. Yeah, so we did really well in the rural counties. We just kind of lost in our urban hub, Vancouver, which is kind of right across the river from Portland. Um, We right now are working on unifying the Republican Party because we had that hard-fought primary. And so I had a lot of Republicans who voted up and down ballot Republican, but they didn't vote for me because of the... We have a late primary too. It's in August. So they mailed the ballots out about five weeks later. I spent all my money trying to get through the primary, 14 million spent against me. And so I had zero money going into the general election. The Democrats wisely consolidated around one candidate and then hit me on day one of six million dollars my democrat opponent basically ran as a moderate as well so Mm. we're exposing her voting record which is the same record as pelosi and aoc and so already already had a lot of good unity this time but uh, yeah i appreciate the appreciate the support mr denetic denetic says az would never stay loyal to the feds yeah perhaps perhaps Raymond Stanley Jr. says, dang, Tim really thought about that Civil War map. I mean, for a couple minutes, we were talking about it before the show. But yeah, like the uh, red states would be would be cut through the middle by, uh, uh, you know, you, you wouldn't just see a north and a south. That map actually makes sense when you look at like the Spanish Civil War or the Syrian Civil War. Various factions pop up in various mm-hmm. areas and then they are, are aligned or aren't aligned. Who knows, man? It'll be it'll be crazy. Jennifer Sumi says Colorado plus 14 states plus D.C. give national popular vote their electoral electoral votes. 196 out of 260 electoral votes. Why doesn't anybody talk about this? Imagine if we could rally disaffected voters across the country and make their vote count. We do talk about the electoral national electoral vote coalition or whatever it's called. And this is their plan to make it so that you can never have an election and that they will always just give the vote to the Democrat. Great. Not interested in that. Although it could backfire because the National Vote Coalition's argument is whoever get, whoever wins the national popular vote will get their state's electoral votes, which means mm-hmm. California could go Republican. It's real simple. California's not going Republican. It's two to one Democrat. But if they join this coalition and the Republican does win by a, a thin margin in the popular vote, all of those electoral votes from California go to the Republican instead. Now, mm-hmm. why would you do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I suppose they'd like to let them do it. All right, we'll grab uh, we'll grab one more down here. Still Piss says best skate shoe of all time: SXL, Vans era, or Adidas Busenitz. Uh, Busenitz. Uh, I don't agree with either of those. 
I would say one of my favorite shoes was the America Bevel, but you had to shoe goo the uh, uh, the toe cap before skating it because those old school caps, they were the stupidest construction. Now I've been uh, skating the, I think, what are you, Kyle Walker's? Yeah, I just have like 20 pairs of these because they're just so good. Really, really good. Yeah, the Kyle Walker Vans. So uh, there you go. Thanks for the question. Uh, all right, everybody, if you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. But more importantly, go to TimCast.com, click join us, become a member, because we're going to have an uncensored members-only show on the front page of the website up in a couple minutes where you as a member can call in and talk to us and our guests, and we're going we're gonna to be taking your calls. Also, go to thebestsongever.com, click download your price. That's what it says, a little button. You click it. For 69 cents, you will download our new song, buy it, check it out. It's fun. It's modern synth pop style, a cover of Jeremy Boring and Michael Knowles. And uh, we've already sold probably around 10,000, I think, which is really, really great considering we're only on uh, day three. We didn't have a big promotion yesterday. You know, we try to push as hard as we can. But uh, we hit number one on iTunes instantly. And so uh, I think I think we're we're doing fairly well, but uh, we'd like to do really well. So with your support, we need each and everybody uh, who who supports the work of uh, Michael Knowles and Jeremy, uh, Jeremy Boring, as well as Tim Cast to spend the 69 cents. But I'll tell you what. You'll also get 35% off all cast brew coffee. That means if you're buying for 69 cents, you can order a hundred bucks of coffee and get $35 off and it's Christmas. So maybe you want to buy some fresh roasted coffee for Christmas, send it to your families or whatever. Get that discount code. Uh, we'll see you over at TimCast.com. You can follow me personally at TimCast. You can follow the show at TimCast IRL. Joe, do you want to shout anything out? Yeah, absolutely. If you want to support my campaign, it's a grassroots campaign. I don't take any corporate PAC money, so please go to JoeKentForCongress.com to do that. And uh, thanks for having me, Tim. Right on. I am Phil That Remains on X. I'm Phil That Remains Official on Instagram. The band is all that remains. You can follow us on Spotify, on Apple Music, on Pandora, on Amazon Music, on YouTube, you know, the internet. It was good to be here. Uh, I recommend going and watching the Joe Kent interview that I did with yeah, Hannah Claire Brimlow. Uh, I think I believe it was a Culture War episode. Yeah. And you got really deep into like what you're going through with your campaigns and, and your area. So go check that out. I'm at Shane Cashman on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm a writer for Scanner.com. S-C-N-R.com. And uh, I'm Serge.com. Um, very fun to be in Phoenix. Uh Hope you guys enjoyed the show, and uh, yeah, let's get to that after show. We'll see you all over at TimCast.com in about one minute. Thanks for hanging out.